You're listening to episode 182 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Is this thing on? Yeah? I think it works. You guys, you guys miss me? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to. Is, is there a void in your life that is now oh, being Jesus. filled? Am I, am I filling it good? <laughs> am I, am I, am I filling it fully and deep? And I don't know. Wh- I'm starting to think you're a little out of practice. But I, well, I promise you, I'm out of practice. I, I, it may truly be my editing skills that are really going to get the jog uh, here coming up. We are back. Welcome back, guys. Well, thank you, sir. It's Thanks, um, Tony. We missed you. I've, we have all, speaking on behalf of the listener base, have missed you guys. But I understand that there was some fun stuff going on. There was a birthday. <laughs> there, there was, was a, a birthday. Oh, he's a pro. There the was a birthday. A Took some time off to celebrate turning, uh, well, an anniversary of your 21st birthday. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all right. You, you can say it. I'm proud. I'm fucking 40, and I love it. So That's right. I don't care. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those people like, no, don't talk about my age. Bitches, I'm 40. It's like, congratulations, you didn't die. <laughs> 40 years. Well done. <laughs> no, no, what it is is it's congratulations looking back over the last 40 years of what you've done to your body. You're still around. I mean, that's <laughs> right. I know, right? You, you have been yeah. a part of some of the more epic parts of that, and you should be impressed. <laughs> First hand. I've tasted that... Uh, Pineapple vodka. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. I, I have a I have a plan uh, to make a double batch before y'all come down for New Year's. So. Oh my God. Yeah, there'll be plenty. Yeah, and you, uh, <laughs> Tony and Jen are quite familiar with the goose diet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much of it, but, right, but well, <laughs> it's the only thing you know is it's a lot of a lot of vodka and then numb. and then barbecue. The I know, right? <laughs> And, and saying over and over what a great investment it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, so there was a birthday, but there was also, like, some major amount of time off that Mark needed um, desperately. I needed, so. and, and, of, and of course, I am a man with full, uh, who, uh, who likes to, to fully, fully disclose himself. <laughs> He's, well, I, I will say this. Fully Number one, himself. you are an all-or-nothing kind of person. I am, and that will make... Even more sense coming up. So, well, if it didn't, I'm not like it doesn't make sense. Whatever, I'm an idiot. Go on, go. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna say you're all or nothing, and you, you got to a point where you were like, I need a break. Yeah. And so, 
It's coming up. Don't break. don't don't blow All the load right. yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's up to you. And and may and uh, maybe I'm putting it in a, in an incorrect spot. But frankly, I thought Mark, you took time off because Karen, you spent some time in China. God damn it, he's I a did. pro. Oh, he is good. He's a pro. <laughs> um, I, I wish that were the case, but no, Mark is completely self-sufficient even when I'm not here. Although that was a, a, a very interesting week for me. And ironically, I think my first week back trying to readjust from the jet lag was worse than the actual trip itself. Um, oh, wow. Because I'm not kidding. So what, when did I get? I got back on a Saturday night. Sunday, I literally was useless. At one point, um, both of my ears popped. Um, oh. I, I couldn't walk. I couldn't move my head. Because if I did, I was like immediately so dizzy I was going to throw up. And so, yeah, so that was the Sunday. And then fortunately, I had already planned to take Monday off work and I slept for most of that day. And then I think Tuesday before I went to work, I was wide awake at 3 a.m. So I did like, I did uh, a load of laundry, cleaned two bathrooms, the kitchen, and ran on the treadmill for an hour all before I went to work. Oh my God. <laughs> Which, Welcome home. We've got some housework for you. <laughs> I, I had to. I was wide awake. I had, and Mark's sleeping, so I'm trying to be quiet. And so I, I finally, when I got into the office, I'm like, guys, I'm I'm going to be dead by about 1230. And I was. It, it, it was so bad. The readjustment, it's a 13-hour time difference, and the readjustment Oof. was awful. It was so bad. I don't know how the fuck Matt would adjust within a week and be either. completely hammered well, the entire time. Of course, then again, you didn't fall apart until you got home. So yeah. maybe that's the problem. Maybe that man dies when he, when he gets well, home. And, and I think he probably does. But the other thing that I wonder is, so coming from Australia to the U.S., that's when you kind of pick up a day. Because at least going from Australia oh, yeah. to the U.S. or to the flight went to Chicago. It was, we, I left and I arrived in Chicago an hour later than I left Beijing. If you're, so if he's oh, coming man. from Australia here, he's probably landing the same day that he left. Mm -hmm. But going back, he must lose at least a whole day, if not more. I mean, that's, I think that's, a, I don't know. I would almost think it makes, it would be easier to adjust to someplace that's 24 hours different than it is 12. Well, because now you're in the complete opposite sleep cycle. You are, and I think the other thing is when you're going someplace, you're excited about it, right? So, so you yeah. get there, and part yeah, of that adrenaline is what keeps you. Yeah, but I'm You well, we were so tired and ready to come home, and and we're kind of playing this game about okay, what's the first thing you're going to eat when you're stateside? And trust me, there was no rice or noodles involved in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, what was the what was that situation? What's the biggest surprise? Good, bad, or indifferent? What's the biggest surprise that you take away from poverty? Well, no. <laughs> so it's bad. Don't you fucking sugarcoat it? I'm not it. sugarcoating it. No, no, no. Here, here's the thing. So I, I was in Beijing, and I think a lot of people when they go to China, they go to Shanghai or Hong Kong area, and that is the more business center. So it's very westernized. You have a lot more options when it comes to different foods food styles and things that are a little more, um, people speak English more frequently. Beijing is the governmental capital of China. And so it is very traditional. Not a lot of folks speak English. Like if you, even if you go into um, like a Western food service, like oh, McDonald's, they see you coming and they pull a laminated placard out that has pictures of all the food it written oh, wow. in China, Chinese and English, and you literally have to point to it and say, I want this. And forget trying to say, I want a combo meal, 
but not with a soda with a bottled water. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So I, the, the food was very traditional. And by the third day, we literally started playing the game of what is the first thing you're going to eat when you get home. And not that the food wasn't good. We had some phenomenal traditional family-style Chinese meals. But after the third day of literally nothing but rice and noodles and some kind of chopped up sauteed stir-fried meat that you can't identify, you're just really looking for something different. So, but that wasn't, the food was one thing. The most amazing part of the experience to me was the way they view what their government does for them. So we view communism as, and this is gonna get really serious to start the show, folks, I'm so sorry. We view communism as controlling and not letting people have what they want and everything else. The Chinese people, the culture in general, is focused on harmony. And so everything is, is supposed to live in harmony and work in harmony, and they honestly view the government as putting these rules and restrictions in place in order to assure fairness and harmony across all of the, the people in the culture. Yeah, I'm going to jump ahead because you're already boring the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> what it boiled down to is I couldn't text anything negative to Karen about communism because they monitor everything you do. They and do? at any moment, yep. they could arrest her for any reason whatsoever because that's wow. how it works in a communist country. Yeah. Wow. They, we were told that our phones were being used to monitor us and... You realized very quickly that you you kept a lot of your thoughts about what you didn't like to yourself. Sure. And you waited until you got back. You, you just hope you made it through customs and got back on the plane and they let you leave the country to go home. Exactly so, right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, welcome home. It's Thank you. it's great to have you back. And, uh, and no doubt, what a very sound, cool I, do, I just want to say, I don't want to say it was an incredible experience. I'm so glad I got to go. I am not in a hurry to go back. <laughs> I, I respect that. All right. Well, let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and we always start with Random Vegas. Yes. Stewart Avenue, the main road running across Fremont Street, is named after Helen Stewart, the woman who originally owned the land and water rights to what became Las Vegas. She sold to William Clark for $55,000, $1.4 million today. We got that from a book called Chronicles of Old Las Vegas. I had a feeling I was going a bit nerdy on that because I'm like going, I wonder if either of you know where the fuck Stewart Avenue is. I don't, I don't know where it is. But you said it's running across Fremont, so it's got to be downtown. Right, of course. So, I, I mean, I think that's fascinating considering. I love when you consider the, the eight, we're talking about the, the 1900s, early 1900s, and a woman owned that much land. I mean, now the side story is her husband died and that's how she got it, but still. This is a smart woman who made a shit ton of fucking money. Because at least in the U.S., women could own property. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, she owned it. She got a shit ton of fucking money from this. Good for her. Well, if you consider $1.4 today. eh. But considering there was nothing there. You got to remember, this is before uh, air conditioning. So, at the time, Nevada is completely unlivable. (laughs) This is a complete desert. It's a complete disaster. And most people that bought land from William Clark fucking abandon it after about so you just six got months to, take to it a back? year because it was they couldn't do it you're living in tents in 110 degree heat it's fucking valueless 
Well, and frankly, I bet most of that $55,000 was more for the water rights than it was the actual oh, land. Believe, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, but, but it's also very, uh, one of the things that, uh, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, this is one of the nerdy things I did while I was on my, on my break, is that one of the things that Americans love is land. So the idea of going, we're going to give you some land, you just got to pay this really dirt cheap price. Like, land? I'm going to own land? Like, you're going to own <laughs> desert land, but yeah. it's, it's land. Yeah, it's land. <laughs> Can you believe the U.S. government used to test H-bombs on this beautiful piece of property? <laughs> and it's nothing but government land, so you know nobody's going to build. Exactly right. See, the, the sad thing was is you knew exactly the quote he was going oh. for. I didn't realize until he was a little way through it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's Randy. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Cousin Eddie. Sorry, Cousin what, Eddie. Um, by the way, uh, for the listeners at home's enjoyment, what are what's everybody enjoying? Because we each have our own respective beverage sitting in front of us. Ladies first. Uh, so I, <laughs> and Jen will love this, I have a, uh, a vodka and uh, St. Croix. Oh, my God. Yeah. She, you, oh, my she's God. Fucking she's fucking Ever she since has, that trip, she is She's obsessed. not stopped buying it, 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 Tony, Tony, you're familiar with my beer fridge. An entire shelf is dedicated to fucking LaCroix now. <laughs> yeah. But it's so good because it's different flavors. She's obsessed with it. And it's not it. sweet and... It's bubbly and it is water, so you know yep. that's all good. Absolutely obsessed with it. Yeah, it's I, and my, my favorite. My, my favorite oh, is sorry. the pineapple strawberry flavor. Mm. Oh, okay, mm. all right, it's good. It's good. It t- we, we're gonna finish with boring. So Tony, what do you have? <laughs> um, I'm currently enjoying what has been ranked number two by Whiskey Advocates uh, 2015 10, uh, top ten. Highest rated whiskeys, and it is the Evan Williams Single Barrel. Wow. It is. Fancy. I feel so it, well, inferior. Well, and it's only 30 <laughs> bucks for the bottle, so it's not like, you know, what? it's. Uh, I was wow. very surprised. You know, usually the, as you get closer to, to number one, uh, the traditionally price is, the price point has yeah. a tendency of getting larger. Not in this instance. In this instance, um, for 30 bucks, it's just a wonderful um, bourbon. So so have you bought like a shitload of them just in case they sell out or stop? <laughs> right, before they, figure, no, before no, they um, figure they can sell it for triple that. Exactly right, yeah. No, 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 no. It's just I, I picked it up and thought, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. I'll, you know, I'll break it open before we start podcasting and then, um, you know, you guys can listen to me slur my words as we get further into the show. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> That's great. You know what that sounds like? And I, I don't know if you've ever mentioned this before. Those of you who do enjoy high-end vodka, try Svedka if you're looking for some uh, cheap alternative. It is shockingly good. Yeah, shockingly actually, that, good. that is the vodka that I'm I'm drinking now. I, I realize that I've been drinking it at such a pace that I'm like, it's ridiculous to spend the amount of money on a big bottle of Grey Goose, which is still more economical than a small bottle, <laughs> when I'm drinking it at the pace that I am. So Svedka is now it, where it I'm is, going with it. It is and a it's, very. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, let's say you're a Grey Goose drinker. Like, you're you're a fanatical. You're a Kettle One drinker. You're you're a fanatical hard hard quality uh, vodka drinker. If you go to a casino and they say, "Well, we we've got Svedka," like, boom, you Take hit the it. jackpot. Yeah. You hit the jackpot of the lower ends of of vodka. And granted, if I'm doing it on the rocks, I'm still gonna, you know, just do Goose or even. I'd even do Sky for dear friend Rob, but yeah, if you're mixing it with stuff, no, 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 just go with this Vega. Yeah, better. Hmm. All um, right, I'll pick it up next time I'm at the uh, at the store. You'll have to give it a try. You never tried Svega? 
Oh, no, no. you have. You have because that yeah. was the pineapple <laughs> vodka that you had. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Karen, you could have put turpentine in that container, and I'd be like, oh, this tastes amazing. Karen, I, I'm sure there are some... No, 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 wait, hold no, on. I, hold this, on. This show's going to be stop. like fucking four hours. Will, Let, let's I, make I, that I clear. I need to stop, because you, you said I could have mixed it with turpentine. Turpentine. No, I couldn't have, because you have to start with a decent vodka. Karen, I'm sure and there you are listeners going, it. what the fuck are they talking about? Please explain <laughs> to people this, this epic... Um, you may have, but... There are always new listeners okay, well, that's every true. episode. So Explain there's a to people what they're going. There's a restaurant um, by us called uh, Firebirds, and went in there one time, and they have a, it was a triple X martini. And I'm like, okay, it said it was, you know, vodka and pineapple. I'm like, all right, give it a try. So they brought it out, and it, it, I'm not kidding you. You tasted the pineapple, but there was literally no vodka bite at all. And, and, and not to exaggerate, we've had everybody. Well, well Tony, w- w- was there any alcohol taste whatsoever? I would never have known. Yeah. I, you could have told me straight up, hey, Tony, here's just some pineapple juice. Enjoy. Yeah. I, and and, I and I've had never. people that don't like vodka. Yeah. Like, just really don't like vodka. They drink that and they're like, oh my God. And I can say, with as long as you follow what Karen's going to tell you here in a minute, I can say, at least in our experience, with 100% accuracy, no one has ever not loved it. Yeah. Like, they've all just been like, that's amazing. It tastes like pineapple and, juice. And it will fuck you up in all Because heartbeat. it just tastes yeah. like pineapple so, juice. <laughs> so, There's so a when, podcast that memorializes. <laughs> that's so right. When you we say, better, like, our epic drunk <laughs> was, was part of that. So, and yes. I guess what offended me, Tony, was when you're like, well, you could have mixed it with turpentine. No, no, no. You had that when you were completely sober. And you were that's not completely. True. That's maybe you drink in. There, there was no such thing as completely there wasn't, sober. Not when they were here. Um, <laughs> but you weren't shit house the first time you had it, and you were like, "Oh my god," because it is really—it's just that good. Yeah. And it's dangerously good. So it is. anyway, we're at the restaurant, and I, you know, ordered this martini, and it was so delicious. And I'm like, "What is this?" And they're like, "It is uh, Svedka." I didn't even realize it was already Svedka. It was Svedka. That's crazy. That's that's why I'm saying that's, that's what impressive. I go with. It was Svedka Limon. So the lemon flavored, um, marinated <laughs> with lemon, but it's not lemon. It's lemon. I know. It just it just I don't amuses know what the hell me. They call it <laughs> like like it's one of those things like that that fucking pompous ass chef on cut where his name is Aaron, but he's like my name is Aaron. Like, no, your fucking name is Aaron. I'm chopped. Right. Chopped. 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 That's what it is. That's right. Um, shit, I'm doing it a ton. I'm so sorry. You're fine. Uh, listen, I, if this is a four-hour fu- uh, <laughs> fucking be session, much. I'm sure <laughs> the listeners are like, I'm so glad he's back. Or are they going to be like, Jesus Christ, so he made up for so every fucking week that he missed? So, Whatever. So I I'm asked her about it, friends. and she literally said it was nothing but Svedka, Limon vodka that had pineapples had been marin- marinating in for three weeks. And I'm like, you had added nothing else to this. And she's like, no. It's just the vodka. Karen like, immediately went home and bought a pitcher. I, I bought, um, oh, I, I bought a, a special container that would fit the pineapple with the vodka. I got the vodka, poured it all in there, stuck it in the fridge, and put the date on it. So I knew when I could pull it out of the fridge. It is the most What do, What do you have delicious. to do? There, there is a bit so of, home, uh, of work to do it's, when it's ready. It's more a pain in the ass when it's ready because first you've got to strain the vodka out of the pineapple and then you take the pineapple and of course you have to squeeze all the juices 
out of it because they've been marinating in vodka for three weeks. Or you so you don't want to lose any of that. Die. <laughs> I've never. The ironic thing is, I've had people ask me what the pineapple tastes like. I have never tried the pineapple right out of it. Well, yeah, you always just mash. It. You're like, I, I want the booze. It. Fuck this pineapple. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, the last few times I've made it, I've only taken about half the pineapple. I've, yeah, I've tossed because the rest you've of been it. getting lazier. I've noticed that you're like, I just, I gotta get this booze. Well, this you don't, you don't need to, and it's a shitload of work, and it's very messy. You're right. So, you're right. I do about half the pineapple. I've seen I you s- in the fucking food processor and the straining and the cheesecloth. That's and a pain in the ass. Well, that's what I mean. That was your beginning thing, and now yeah. as you've gone along, like I can just throw the fucking pineapple away. I don't really need this. Yeah. I, I kind of toss half of it into a cheesecloth and like twist it and squeeze the hell out of it to get all the juices out and toss that in with the rest of it. And the, the only thing is you have to um, keep it in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. both when it's marinating and then afterwards, so that the fruit part of it doesn't go bad. But other than that, it's yeah. And I have it in one of those cute little gigantic mason jars that has the spigot <laughs> on it. And the funny part is when it gets down to below the spigot, you have to sort of tip the mason jar so that you can get it all. Yeah, I have it down to a science, but it's um. It, it's the most, and it's so easy. It is so easy. It's literally one of the big $20 bottles of Svedka Limon. And I've also done the Pina Colada, which I think I like better. So the Pina Colada vodka with the pineapple? Well, no, because it's... Oh, that's interesting. Oh, oh, that's an interesting. That one's a little bit... I hate to say it, it's smoother. All right, so instead of a double batch, Tony, this is, this I will is, make two. We've, we've I will straight, have one. We've pina- strayed into a Vice Lounge Online episode. <laughs> I was or at least just going to say I may have to lift some of this... Uh, <laughs> Hey, wait, wait, hold on. I must be a guest on the on the show if you're going to do that. Actually, Tony, actually my this. God, that's a brilliant idea. I love that. Yes. So, I love yeah, this okay, idea. I'm sorry. So you were saying, you were saying. So. Um, were you saying something? Oh, um, 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 <laughs> so oh, when you, oh, what I was saying is when you, when you guys come down, oh, I will okay. have two batches instead of one double batch. I will have one oh, right, right. that's with the limon Svedka vodka, and I have one that is with the pina colada, and we will do taste test. And see oh which one you prefer. That's fantastic. That's ex- that's no. That's exactly. That's a perfect segment for the Vice Lounge. It would be a right? perfect segment. Okay, then yes. it will. So you come down, and I'll record a segment for that with you. All right. All right. Fair I enough. I get to be Let's on another talk about, podcast. Oh, sorry. sorry. And it's Tony. Let her gush. Let her gush. Oh. <laughs> I'm done. Go ahead. So let's talk about the twit pick of the week. Yes. I know you've all been dying for this, and I hope I don't disappoint. I don't care if I disappoint. Looming over the strip like a bird of prey. But there was no attack on the agenda today. Instead, I leisurely stroll through the sky. Taking... <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad you started chuckling because I'm sitting here going, oh my God. I let I let inspiration take me. It's been a while since he's had a chance right. to write one That's of these. Right. Absolutely. And he literally... Well, well go ahead. Finish. Here we go. Taking in what can only be described as a living representation of manifest destiny in the desert. It's the Las Vegas Strip. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ron Burgundy. That's a great description. I don't know what that voice was, but it was ridiculous. We're almost done. Come on. It's it's brilliant (sighs) and compact. It's the Las Vegas Strip, brought to you by the mind of Leonardo da Vinci. Thank you, helicopter, and at underscore lucky45, for your aerial arousals. (laughs) <laughs> it was funny I was writing it and I got to that point and I'm like do I need to add more and I'm like nope period <laughs> I, so I for one appreciate that although it has been a while since oh. you have written a twit pick of the week caption that you were so succinct 
and no, so direct see, with your I, words. Don't say that. No, 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 no. I, I like that I came out bold. Oh, no, you did. You absolutely did, but I also liked that it was a, a few sentences instead of, like, three paragraphs. See, now you pissed me off, because now, I, I, now I'm like, oh, I should have done, a, done a, no, 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 no. a thesis. No, and I'm sorry. <laughs> thesis of the week pick. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not good with wordplay. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony, your opinion, please, sir. Uh, I, you know what took me, um, kind of made me really enjoy the picture or appreciate the v- picture was, is that, um, because it, it looked like we were looking just north of Circus Circus. So would that be that new Lucky Dragon casino? I, I'm, I'm sure it isn't, but the, but the, the view is, is quite similar. I mean, it, it would have been, t- in all honesty, I would imagine the helicopter was hovering probably west of where the original El Rancho was. So, so imagine across the street from Sahara to the back. Actually, probably the the with the Rock and Rio site, probably where the where the actual concert stages were. Oh, gotcha. I see. Okay. I was fascinated by it. It was one of those things that when I saw it, I'm like, oh my god. So I was where actually. Is this? this is what I was gonna say before, because I was actually with you when you did it, and you're like, oh, oh, and you're looking at your phone, and I'm like, all right, whatever, and he goes. So this is a Twit Pick of the Week picture. Right. And he <laughs> like, I, it, like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, no, well, where's the winner? He, he handed No, you didn't say it was the winner. Right. And you handed it to me, and I looked at it, and I, st- I stopped. Again, I am not as obsessed with Vegas as y'all are, although I have a great time there. Um, but I stopped, I looked at it again, I was like, huh? And he goes, right? You can't stop looking at it. You're trying to figure out, what can I see? And what is this? And what is that down there? And I'm like, yeah, I think you got your winner on that one. I mean, it, it's a really interesting picture. It's really I, awesome. Yeah. There, there's been others that you've gone overboard above and da-da-da. But this this one is a really unique look and view. That way, way, to, way to shortchange all the other winners. I, I'm... Speak speak ill of them. Or I'm not speaking ill of them, them, of you. I'm th- I'm speaking ill of your illustration and verbal illustration of what they are. I would I think ask you're the listeners. And over the top I would ask the, the listeners to write in and say, "Oh no, we love it." But ultimately, I don't care what you or That's they fine. think about. But <laughs> part of because, the show is me giving my fucking opinion, so I don't care what you think about it. I'm giving my opinion. You know what? And I respect that because ultimately, I'm like, I don't care what you think. I'm like, I don't care what you think. I'm like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> And folks, this is why you won't hear me on the show again for another three oh, months. Six months. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, nope, done with you. I'll always glare at him, like, going, I, I reached out to Tony, I reached out to Scott, I reached out to Alistair. But I have to, I did you. God maybe we'll damn just, it, you. Maybe we'll just do That's a right. review this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he's not kidding. And, folks. and the woman never learns. Clearly, she never learns. <laughs> so, how about I move us along and I will remind you that, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Now let's move on to the news. So let's talk about the hiatus. All right. As Karen alluded, I tend to be a bit fanatical. When I get into something, it gets all my attention and in some cases takes over my life. For example, since the show started four years ago, I've not read a book that wasn't somehow related to Vegas. And I pretty much stopped playing video games and all told, hoping that putting out a great show would somehow become my job, I put in close to 40 hours a week into that endeavor. 
So after I edited episode 181, I found myself dreading beginning the writing process for 182. So I delayed. And delayed. And released a review, and then delayed a little bit more. And, and, I, and I was like, aren't you going to do a show yeah. this week? <laughs> and, and, um, no. yeah, I, I kept doing it, and then I just eventually decided. It was kind of revelatory. I just wanted to go away. I just wanted to completely disconnect. I was pretty confident that it, I, I would be... It wasn't one of those things I'm like, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to do this show anymore. It was like, well, I know I love writing about Vegas. I know I love doing the TwitPic monologues. I know I love doing the, the review monologues. I know I love talking to, to Tony and Alistair and all Brian, everybody that we have as, as, as guests and sharing our experiences with Vegas. I know I loved it. I just... I, I was at that point at that moment, I'm like, I just don't want to do any of this. And and I will say, having been married to you for almost 20 years, that this is very typical of you. It is. You love something, and then you burn yourself out. I devour out it. it. Yeah, it, it's nonstop. It's constant. You burn yourself out, and you have to step away. Usually, you find your way back to it, which, as I'm saying that, I'm kind of grateful you haven't burned out on me yet. Um, <laughs> you but, are right, though. It is. It is... Like, I always have a reverence for whatever it is that I fall head over heels in love with and consume. But you are right. There are some things that they get put on a shelf, and I enjoy and I respect everything that I know and love about them. And I may revisit them another day. But there are some times that they stay on that shelf, and I just respect, you know, that what, what part of my life they were and how much they meant to me. Right. And, and I had to do that with this show. I, I decided... When I, when I realized I hit that point, I'm like, I just, I need to go away. I need to completely disconnect. Like I said, I was pretty confident that I was going to come back, but in my head, I had to allow myself to believe the show's done. We're completely done. I have X this, amount. This is also that extremist in you. There's never. It is. It's no, true. I'm take it's true. Like, no, I'm done. I'm done. It's, it's true. I, I knew away. we had a shit ton <laughs> of reviews in, in, in the bank. And it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? I have a month and a half to decide if this show is actually done. And the great thing that helped me is is I just set them up to release and and then said to myself, okay, so the show's done. It's over. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It's fine. Just just move on with whatever it is you want to do. Like I said, knowing in my heart that the odds were it was going to come back, but it was allowing myself to believe what I needed to do was completely check out. Like, I stopped following social media. I stopped following Vegas. I didn't know what the fuck was going on in, uh, in Vegas for an entire month, month and a half. I needed to rediscover why I started doing a show in the first place. And I'll, I'll tell you something that really, really surprised me. Not having an enhanced podcast really bothered me. Really? Way more than I ever thought. It's unique. Nobody does it. Do you want to know why? Because it takes a lot of effort. And same thing with yeah. Same thing with editing. Well, it takes a lot of bandwidth, which is more expensive. But it takes a lot of editing. But I, I, I and and I, I'm only speaking for me. And I've said it a thousand times on this show. 100% of what I do in this show, it's it's what I think is interesting or what I think is entertaining. I don't know what you people like. I don't. I don't. I, I don't care what you people like. to try and figure out what you like. I don't. I don't. And now I. On the same token, I love hearing your feedback, and sometimes it does help, and sometimes it, it, it doesn't. Sometimes it's something that I just don't care to, 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 to make an adjustment to accommodate, but that I, I never want to discourage you from, from saying something that could possibly improve this show. 
But ultimately, it, it's it's whatever it is that I think is amusing, and it's just really awesome that a shit ton of people agree with me. You don't know what you like from one day to the next. Yeah, that's, that's very, very accurate. So, listen, I know the technology's dead. I'm just, uh, I have to let it go. It's not coming back. A- I, fuck, Apple's latest version of GarageBand, is, it's not even an option. They're like, yeah, it's, we're, we're, we're going to... I know we we came up with the concept. We're gonna really fucking discourage you from using it anymore. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. I, I assume it's a bandwidth thing. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But one thing I can say while we were away, I learned how to die in Oregon, and I cannot fucking recommend that documentary enough. So it sounds funny when you say I learned how to die in Oregon. Yeah. Recommend the, the documentary. Yeah, no, it's, you watched um, the documentary and learned. I how to I die in am a a. I'm a bit of a nerd, Karen. I'm a bit of a guy that um, that loves science and history and and math and analytics and I'm I'm a Tony, bit of a, I don't know. I don't think I'd ever call Mark a nerd. Would you? No, but I also know how he means the term. <laughs> he just laughed over I, I, your answer. I don't, I don't know, Mark. What would you call yourself? <laughs> Try it again, Tony. I said that I, I, well, I understood. No, I would not call him a nerd, but I get the, I get the way he means it. He really engulfs, you know, this whole idea. I wasn't listening. Sorry. I like. Oh, that's brilliant. This is why I love I'm him. I'm just You're kidding. I'm, I thought, how funny would that be if see, I just said, I'm, see, I'm sorry, but I. This is why I love you, Tony. You get it. Like so much of my humor is like, what would be the most inappropriate thing to say right now? <laughs> oh. Damn it, we love you, Tony. He's missed you. Oh, he's so great. <laughs> All right, anyway, sorry. Go, go on to you You learned about how to die in Oregon. <laughs> I, I also fell in love with Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> because, uh, uh, who? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, my God, he's the new host. Well, first of all, he's a brilliant scientist. But well, he's he, a really like good he, tennis player, too. He's an he? astrophysicist. Well, I, I don't know. He's a what? A, a tennis player. I, I don't know. Uh, it's Degrassi. I would say, isn't Degrassi like a, a, a TV yeah. show for Oh, a British, uh, yeah, a, Can- a Canadian melodrama. Degrassi High? Yeah. No. I, There's yeah. a tennis player. I love that the three of us are all trying to make a joke and nobody knows each other's joke. <laughs> nobody gets each other's joke. Come on, you're from Michigan. You know that there's a show from Canada because it broadcasts in Michigan called Degrassi High. Oh my God, I'm going to hit you the next time I see you. It's it's like a more progressive, uh, and I know this is a really this is a bastardizing uh, comparison, but uh, uh, say by the bell. It's, oh it's, God! It's a qu- it, it, uh, yes. so you know no, what? a better way to say it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I apologize. I apologize. A better way to say it. It is the con- it, it is a lesser version of my so-called life. Oh wow! Mm. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that would make sense. It's longer running. Yeah, oh, but, much longer. Yeah, it's been around forever. But yeah, and, and there's been some really huge names on it. Of course, the only one that pops to my mind right now is Drake, which aggravates the crap. Okay, but Neil deGrasse Tyson but, is a brilliant astrophysicist, and he is now the current host of Cosmos. The guy, uh, 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 fuck, I can't remember his name. The guy that Morgan Freeman. No, it's not Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan Freeman narrates everything, but not not this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan was the original guy that did it, and I just. He, I am absolutely fascinated with him, and on the, on the flip, I feel incredibly inadequate with everything I've done in my life. <laughs> well, you get over that. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I make people laugh, and I swear a lot. <laughs> He's like, I've, uh, I've discovered the origin of the universe. I'm like, you win, Neil. <laughs> 
You, you win, sir. <laughs> no, I, I became absolutely obsessed with a video game called Assassin's Creed, which is also... Yes, he has. Yeah, uh, a shirt I'm currently sporting. And uh, you now have how many? Uh, four. Four shirts. Are you sure it's only four? It is only four, yeah. All the different logos of the different. Not all, not all of them. The ones one, that I four, played, seven. and I feel. I don't yeah, know how many I, there are, but it, it, it is a video game that is rooted <sighs> in 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 history. It is a fictional story told within historical guidelines. Don't, don't try to. Explain I'm not. I'm not going to explain the whole you, thing. If you get into all that crap, I will shut this off and edit it out myself. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's boring wow. as fuck. I have tortured this woman with explanations uh, of just, this story. Yes, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, mm -hmm. but and I can't talk about work, but you can talk about this. All right, great. This, this is interesting. No, it's not. Regardless, so I, I I fell absolutely head over heels in love with Assassin's Creed. I played a shit ton of that. U.S. and world history, various science-oriented documentaries, and eventually the desire to return returned to me. The desire, or to, to, desire return. to return? <laughs> Let me rephrase it. The desire to write returned to me. And I, and I alluded to that. And to be honest with you, when I, when I put that tweet out there, I thought it was like, in two weeks, we'll see you. I'm going to start writing. We'll play some catch-up. And it, it snowballed. I, I just I started, started writing some stories, start, started trying to play some catch-up. From some of the stuff that I had missed, and I just I, as usually happens with you, you went from completely ignoring yeah. to totally back into this. Yeah. So, here we are. I want to say thank you to all of you that not only supported the hiatus but kept quiet while I was on it. Like you, you gave me the exact space I was. I, I mean, not only did you just accept it, you were like, "Oh, that's so great." Yes. Take as long as you would like. like they needed what? a break from you too. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Honestly, they're like, "Oh yes, please shut the fuck up." Now you know why I travel so much, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, like, not only just accept because I didn't come out and say it. I just, I just, I just let it out there because Karen's very right. It was very much a disconnect. Like Shh, done. Like I literally scheduled fucking uh, announcements that things were going to come out the the releasing of the episodes the releasing of the blog post i just scheduled them and completely disconnected didn't pay attention to twitter didn't pay attention to facebook nothing did i didn't want to know what was going on in in this little world we had created and and what was going on in vegas and and it was ex it just once it came out once somebody brought it up i was like i have to say something i haven't spoke on twitter in three weeks somebody's like people are like what the fuck is going on so I announced it, and everybody's like, oh, that's cool. All right, man, have a good break. I'm like, sweet. This is awesome. All right, I will. Or, or maybe I want to start writing again. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, all right, I'm going to take a break. Break is kind of boring. Can I get back to this? Yeah. <laughs> so now the trick is for me to figure out how to proceed without burning out again, and that will be a work in progress. Now, luckily, we had a lot of reviews in the vault, but I can't promise if I get burned out again that our four-year streak, and I'm really surprised with how burnout I was a month and a half ago, that the streak isn't going to get broken. We had one more review left, and then <laughs> it was going to, to ride itself out. It was going to, it was going to be done. I'm like, I, That's I why no, but everyone left you alone, because we were, you were still putting out stuff. And let's face oh, it. I'm sure it would have freaked people out. Let's if face it. it. No offense, Tony. Alistair and I are on the reviews, which is what everybody listens to them nice. for. So, yeah, they were good. You know, I received a complaint by somebody today who didn't like the reviews at all, right? Yeah, you told me about that. Right. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that one later. Right. 
But uh, there is a chance that in four years, minus Loki's death, in four years, we have not missed a single week since we started the show of putting content out. There is a chance that that streak will come to an end because I'll need to, to recharge. But based on all your responses to this hiatus, I get the impression that that streak means far more to me than it does to anybody else. And the majority of the pressure I felt was self-inflicted. So, Tony, do you want to say it or do I want to say it? I'm going to go ahead and let you say it. Duh. To the pressure. You know what? You know what? I don't need that from either of you. I'm sad. I, I'm only saying, why are you No, saying, I don't know. I have no idea. I was trying to come up with a response. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know where you guys were going. You are so passionate about this. You're like, That's I true. have a responsibility to my listeners. And I must do this. They get it. They understand. Like, I need a break. Like, all right, cool. The, the streak for you, milestones for you, anything that you can say, I've done four years without missing a week, that means a shitload to you. fucking a 40-year-old. <laughs> there we go. We got it. We got it. He got it in. He got it in. Yes, he did. Yes. Benchmarks, folks. Yes, you are. My entire life is nothing but notches. <laughs> Not on a bedpost. Just notches in my life in general. It doesn't matter that it's the same one you've been fucking for the last 20 years. It doesn't matter. Like, the fact that now 40, 40? Now, it's all new. It's all magical. I'll take that over the alternative. <laughs> so we're good. Oh. Many guys are winding down and need Viagra. I'm like, ah. I haven't had sex with a I haven't had sex with a, a forty year old on the stairs of my attic. Boom, do oh, it. Oh yeah, that's not happening unless your ass is sitting on those stairs. Because they're wood. I'm not getting a splinter. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. So to summarize the whole hiatus thing this here, this is going to be the longest show ever. <laughs> now, what does this mean? Well, it means that there there may come a time when I stop putting out weekly content, especially if it's something where I start working on a review. And I'm, what? What? You're almost spitting things up. What? I'm sorry you said you stopped putting out weekly content. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, caught it and thought, eh, he's on a roll. Just I know, but I couldn't help it. I, that's why I didn't say anything, but I almost spit my drink out. It's a so. nice. <laughs> All right, I get it. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> the point I was trying to make is there have been, and you can attest to this, there have been many times where I start reading a book and I start working on, on vintage notes. And Tony, fuck, you're a part of doing this now. How many times do we get in, into something? And you're like, yes, and we work hardcore on it for a week. Like, I, don't know. I, I have a completely, I always had a great deal of respect for the amount of work that I knew you had to have put in on these vintage Vegas segments <laughs> of yours. But Jesus Christ, Mark, I got a week into it and I'm like, I'm, I've barely scratched the surface. Like, I, I've got so much more of this to do that I actually, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I just, I shut down because I thought, instead of, you know, how do you eat an elephant right. one bite at a time, right. I just tried to do the whole thing and thought, I, I can't get it. So, yeah. that being said, no, I understand completely. I, so, I understand completely. So, the idea of allowing this passion to take me wherever it is that it takes me, yeah, there is a chance that maybe if I don't have any any reviews or any kind of origins or any any kind of bonus content sitting in the background, and I don't know, maybe I'm I'm hardcore into writing the vintage that I'm doing. I'm not going to take my myself away from it anymore. You know, I, I'm going to allow that passion to just direct itself into to wherever it needs to go. And, and, you know, if that means I take a few weeks off so I can continue, I'm reading a book and I'm writing away and I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. 
that's what I'm going to do. Because ultimately, what I want to bring to you is the best content I can possibly bring to you. And uh, uh, sometimes that takes time. And, and I'm not going to box myself in any... Listen, for 40 hours a week, I have to do shit I don't want to do for money. Whatever I do in excess of that, whether it continues to be 40 hours a week, whether it continues to be whatever, I'm basically just chasing that, that rush. I'm just chasing it. So, Tony, I had this visual of Mark was saying, you know, maybe maybe I want to do this, maybe I want to do that. I don't know. I'm just going to follow it. I, I had an image of, oh, and this could be wrong, Mark <laughs> with his dick out as a dividing rod going, oh, yeah. going where's water? See, and I, I love how you people have always thought, like, going, why does she like this vulgar asshole? I'm like, no, 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 no. You've made me this way. Oh, you I... have put these images into my head. Because <laughs> that's totally, tell me you wouldn't think yourself, like, I don't know, where do I want to go? Maybe I want to go this I, way. I Maybe can I honestly go say, way. I picture you with, with your dick, dick out, out with a heart on. I don't know. Do I want to do a regular show or do I want to do vintage this week? <laughs> I don't know. Dick, tell me where I should go. Because that's pretty much all you listen to anyway. My dick, yes. really? Yep. <laughs> so that, I'm sorry. I just, Luckily, I it has guided me to many a jackpot. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the final summarization. Everything that oh I've just God, shared with you. Oh, my God, there is one. Hold on, folks, it's coming. I feel good. <laughs> Feels good to be back writing, recording again. And uh, I did, did miss this which was the entire point of that break. So uh, I, I got to say, I, I don't know if it'll, if, it'll, if it'll come to anything, but uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a tingle going on down there. There's a, there's a lot of interesting ideas that are being batted around. Now, this also being from the guy who started about 50 fucking vintage segments that have never come out, maybe they don't come to fruition, but uh, I'm excited. Well, I, look, Mark, I think that clearly you missed what you've been doing or we wouldn't be recording this right now but i Especially also all the technical bullshit we had to deal with this, this oh, evening God. Oh, how long did shit, it take yeah. us to get this we're, thing we're not started? we're not we're not going to go through it i just want to say no, it it's took, a great it took yes it's a it's a great point to tony's point yes the thing that i um both envy and yet do not uh envy about you and 360 Vegas and what you do every week is your material is timely in nature, which means that on the one hand, on the one hand, why I envy you is because theoretically you've got new content that you get to work with every single week. The, but the, the downside to that is, is that means that you've got something that you've got to talk about each and every week. Whereas with Vice Lounge Online, when Jason and I get together, we podcast three, four, five, six episodes in one sitting. I mean, we'll we'll eat up an entire Saturday, yeah. but then just like that, I've got between a month and a month and a half worth of podcasts because our material is evergreen. We talk right, about a right. cigar, we talk about scotch. That stuff's not gonna change. Whether you smoke that cigar this week or you smoke that cigar next month, it's still the same cigar with the same flavor profile, with the same whatever, right? Doesn't it, doesn't it depend and on so how you've taken I can I can have it in the in the can and just push it each week and that means I'm getting six weeks at a time right. to rejuvenate and be like okay I'm ready to get back into it you on the other hand have to produce new content each and every week which means you don't get any of these breaks right I, I can't imagine how uh, tiring and taxing that has to become after four years well and you've seen Listen, I don't know how everybody else does it. I don't really care how everybody else does it. I figured out how I do it 
and and you've seen the notes, and, and I, I I'm not, not to fucking suck my own dick, but anybody who <laughs> if you can do that, we're gonna do another video. For right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody who has, whether they've had a show or not, that that ends up listening to the show and and then comes into the fold, people like yourself and Alistair and Scott, they they see. The, the show notes and they see what goes into it like holy shit you do this every fucking week and it's like well yeah this I don't how else would you do this I don't I don't really know another way so it's and I'm not complaining about it I'm not asking for any fucking anybody like oh you work's really fucking hard I don't care about that what I'm saying is I, there there is a very visual representation especially to people like yourself who who does podcast you know and 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 who does something in the same realm that 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 I do that sees this and you realize there's a shit ton of passion and work that goes behind it and to your point weekly yeah yeah i i i couldn't do it i would have been burned out long before now so i well, i respect that you need this this some time away yeah, yeah and i think that and i don't i appreciate that i think um to your point tony that's where the reviews came into play those became when mark needed a break for a week when he kept putting reviews out and reviews out going, I don't want to do this. That was when it was like... And it very, it, it very much was that. It was like, yeah. I don't want to write. Right. The, the, it's, it's the most... It, it was. Up. And there's even writing with the reviews, which is funny. You wouldn't think that there is. That's right. The, but there is. It is true. Like, I had no desire... Well, luckily, I had the inspiration to write a shit ton. And, and right, Alistair was able out. to do it so yeah. we could do it. But because that thing hit, it wouldn't have mattered. We just got lucky that we had that many reviews sitting out there because that thing hit, like, we're not doing a show. Well, if we're you remember, done. we recorded all of those in a very short amount of time. We did it in, we in two or three weeks. It was almost yeah. serendipitous. It's like, it's like, it's almost like I knew in the back of my head, like, when you need to get all these ready to go because well, you need to get the fuck out of here. It was that. It was also, again, going back to why we love this. It's the people. It's talking about Vegas, which is what we love to do. And so... To be able to it's plan out the a reasons. couple evenings with Alistair, you know, running through them, it, it, that's fun for us. I would rather do that than go out to a club or wherever else. I agree. So. It's also one of the things why, in Brian's absence, it's 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 become a carousel of, of people too. And, and it's but you, all you, folks. That, and I don't. I, I want you to be careful when you say carousel because I don't want it, it to sound like these people aren't important because Tony. No, they all Alistair, are. Yeah. No. no, no but no. what I'm saying is, Even, it's very you know, much Matt, like you're having so much fun. Right. You're like, on oh, who am I gonna have fucking fun with yeah. this week? It's gonna be. It's why you make a lot of jokes about not being on the show. But like, you get reviews. You have your show. Like, we get it. to goof I off. I miss and, this. Uh, I is, miss talking with Tony. Yeah, Anytime true. I get to talk it's with true. Alistair, I love to be a part of this with everybody. It's and honestly, I much prefer the shows when there's three of us than just you and me when I have to sit as as, as the only, you know, co-host <laughs> or whatever. Because I just look at you and go, yeah, yeah, whatever. I love talking with the other folks and yeah. that's why we do it so it's not a, a carousel of revolving folks these are people that mean a lot to us well that's what i mean it, it's a carousel of people that mean a shit ton to okay. me people that i sure i, that I love tony we love you people that i love spending time with like it, it is literally like going who do i get to talk about vegas with this like oh my god so fucking like listen tony we're not going to get into the details we had a bunch of technical issues to start this show before we recorded and tony being the complete gentleman that he is attempted to bail multiple times to be a gentleman because he was having technical issues on like tony we will reschedule for tomorrow oh, no, you will he, fucking here, record here's the thing. tony right now is being so quiet because i have a feeling he is like two sheets not quite three sheets but two sheets <laughs> the wind already, wind already going i don't believe it i think Crap, he's a, he's a consummate pro slash drunk 
<laughs> in fairness, I didn't start drinking until we actually started recording. Same here. Same here. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, I had, I had, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to call you out because you said before, as there were technical difficulties, you kept pouring more, you know. All right, you win. That's true. Okay. That's <laughs> true. So. Okay, but starting to record means getting connected. To. Get, that's right. It that's wasn't right. working, God damn it. Boy, he's, be, he's being honest. He's being forthright. Well, and frankly, you know what I wished I would have done is I should have tried connecting with you before I updated the stupid Skype program on here, but <laughs> it, it is what it is. So it is. No, it was all fine. But we love you, Tony. We're so excited that you're... you're part of this. That I'm still the flavor of the month. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. Don't you say uh-uh. that, sir. Uh-uh. At least flavor of the year. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're our bunny for this year. You're a 2015. You're, you're the, 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 the playmate. Oh my God, you beat me too. Oh. <laughs> nice. I will send appropriate pictures then. Yeah. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> All right. Oh my God, we've finally gotten past an the hour in. Yeah. Sort yes. of news story. Right. This is show about Vegas. Can we talk about it? Tell me about the Fountain Blue for sale. Oh, here we go. Corporate rating piece of shit Carl Icahn is looking to make an actual interesting episode of Flipping Vegas by selling the $2 billion Fountain Blue that he bought out of bankruptcy in 2010 for $150 million for $650 million. Such bullshit. Wait, so hold on, so hold on. Hold Please on. do the math. I hate Carl Icahn. I fucking hate him. So it was a $2 billion project that mm-hmm. he bought for... Fell into bankruptcy. In bankruptcy for $150 million. So Hold on, I'm sorry. I have to get my calculator. I wasn't... He's selling it for 65 Jesus Christ, I suck at math and I can figure this one out. <laughs> that. I'm trying to figure out the original like deal that he got on it. Right, you do math. We'll talk about it. Not a single person on this planet thought he was ever going to finish this project, and if they said they did, they're lying. Luckily, the only assets he was able to rape from this purchase were its planned decor, which can now be enjoyed at Plaza on Fremont. Thankfully, the forced anal sex with the proceeds can only be imagined. Does that work? Does that make any sense? I know no, I don't the- get it. The forced anal sex it with the proceeds. No. Oh, the he, proceeds he had sex. Uh, it's a terrible no, thing. Never cut mind. It. Okay. I mean, I'm a I am a huge fan of anal jokes, anal sex jokes. But I, I don't I don't Wait, know how no, no, we can say You were say gonna that say one. you're a huge fan of anal sex. Just <laughs> just <laughs> true, say it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's 360 Vegas after dark now. <laughs> after dark. It's like chopped after hours. Yeah, sure. We'll it's better right. than that. It's better than that. <laughs> hey, Chopped After Hours is awesome. Even oh, I'm not like saying it isn't good. I'm saying Us After Hours infinitely better. Oh, well, yeah. No, that's true. All right. Okay. We have way more alcohol involved because okay. we're already shit house when we get started. Uh, okay. Now apparently. I, I can fucking read. I was trying to figure the cadence out here. Now, apparently five years later, his executive vice president wants to convince you that this is, quote, the most exciting development opportunity in Las Vegas in many years. He continued to ooze sleaze as Icon's whore, saying, quote, the structure has been well-maintained and is ready for immediate development. This is an unparalleled asset with significant potential on one of the most landmark streets in the world. Opportunities like this are far and few between. The angle is the exact same one used when the project started, looking at all things that are going to be built down here. 
you got to get on on the ground floor, folks. That's why you got to, oh, this is an opportunity for you. This show is hoping the tallest hotel in Vegas will get completed and make a successful go at it. But the real lesson I think we need to take away from this is Carl Icahn is an evil serial corporate rapist that is the poster child for limiting individual wealth. So I have those numbers. I hate Carl Icahn so much. I know. And, and I'm, I'm starting to see why. So he bought it for seven and a half cents on the dollar out of bankruptcy. Has put no money into it. And as a matter of fact, if I believe... He, well, he liquidated, yeah. He what, sold off... Whatever assets he could. Exactly. Yeah. The plaza benefited from that with their new decor. So he's already made a profit on what he sold. And now he's selling it for uh, more than four and a quarter times what he paid for it after selling off some of the assets and has done nothing to it. Let, let, let me, let, I, I want to clarify a couple things here. First off, if, if he didn't have the track record of being the fucking monstrous piece of shit that he is, what this in and of itself, I have absolutely no issue with. This is brilliant. This was a project that fell to shit. There's a guy that had money that bought in on it, held on to it, liquidated money, and now he's going to sell it in a market that's far better for it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's that this motherfucker's doing it that I can't stand. This guy has done this all over the world, and I'm not exaggerating. Takes successful companies in shitty markets, buys them, rapes them, liquidates them, makes his money, goes on to do it to somebody else. Of course he does. He's a fucking monster. That's why he makes money. But that's why, listen, I'm also a monster capitalist. But it's this kind of shit where somebody has $80 billion where they can basically do anything they want to anybody, anywhere. I'm like, "Eh, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to have all this money. He could have bought Fontainebleau and finished it and turned it into a successful property even then. Yeah. He didn't do that. He decided to rip it apart. I don't have an issue with, except that it's him. No, I have an issue with these kind of people in general, but... And again, I am a capitalist, but I, having worked for a company that has recently been the target of uh, at he's attempted to raid your fucking company. No, 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 no. They're called. Um, is act- it not him? No, activist investors. Am I wrong? Is it not him? No, it's not him. I thought it was somebody else. No, it's not him. Trust me. Right. But my company's been the target of activist investors, and when you have to fight off what they want to do to get a short-term, literally a short-term financial gain. Oh yeah. That long-term would ruin my company. I have a problem with that, yep. and I'm a stockholder, and I realize I could make a shitload of money if they did what they wanted to in the short term, but my company wouldn't exist, and they've done it to other companies in my industry that have been a disaster, and that's what pisses me off. They really don't give a shit about a company living or succeeding. They're like, I want to invest my money, do all these crazy financial gyrations so that I get it and can run off in the sunset and sell it off later and who cares what happens after the fact. Yeah, absolutely. That's the part that bothers me. Tony, one of the unique things about this show is we encourage our guests to have different points of view. (laughs) Now, I don't don't know what your point of view is going to be, but I know you're a lawyer and I know some people like to think that lawyers have no scruples. Yeah, when it comes to these things, I I adore (laughs) law and lawyers. I'm fascinated to hear your thoughts whether they eat they, they they echo karen and i's or whether they're completely different what are your thoughts on mr icon and or such a situation 
Tony? Tony. Oh, uh, okay, I'm back. Sorry. So, I, are we at the coming attractions now? Is that... Oh. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I don't have a problem with what Carl Icahn is trying to do here because for the exact same reasons that you guys lamented, it's capitalism at its best. Um, I guess my biggest problem is the fact that he's trying to sell it for $650 million, you know, and and you're trying to sell it as, oh, you know, it's been so well maintained and, oh, this is the perfect opportunity. It's complete bullshit. And and that's my biggest issue with him. But no, no, I was just kidding, guys. I was here all along. That's funny. (laughs) Tee-hee. I kind of, I kind of appreciate him going. Like, I, I, I want to believe, at least in my head, I want to believe that he was fully, like, like at attention, no, listening to everything. He and he heard us say, say it, and he's like, "Wait for it, wait for it." No, he wasn't. I was what, actually, on, I, I was so glad that you were, that you were um, going on about, you know, we, we, we encourage our guests to have different opinions and I really like lawyers. And so I'm like, shit, I got to scroll faster. I'm trying to find like just another segment is a part of the show to be like, okay, I'm back. Are, are, are we at that? Is that where, we're, where I'm jumping wow. back in at? So he wasn't paying attention. He was Sorry. paying. No, I swear he to God, no, if I want some, I know this man. How would I know that you were talking about activist investors? Hey, t- listen, Karen, if, if Tony wasn't paying attention, he would have, we'd have been like, all right, so let's talk about the Las Vegas club. <laughs> He'd have tried to have been as professional as absolutely possible, <laughs> and, we, and we would have then busted So him. now he's just being subtle, but like, you guys are talking too fucking much. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's, right, it's, it. it's, it's humor. It. I like it. it. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. I was just joking. Nope, I'm good. Don't be sad with I'm, me. I'm not sad. I do appreciate Kenny, it. I love you more than you know. I, I have, I have only recently started to subscribe to the concept of uh, limiting individual wealth. Only, only recently, and only for the extremely rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear about the kid that bought his, or the guy that bought his uh, nine-year-old a forty-four million-dollar ring? Yes, the, yeah, the, that sapphire diamond yep. thing for a seven-year-old daughter. Yep. He's a see, billionaire in Hong Kong. See, but that's I, all fine with me. Like, there, listen, you can have multiple billions. I don't have an issue with that at all. But the thing is, you should only have X amount of billions because there, it gets to a point. Where there's there's absolutely nothing you could never spend it all. I'm you could sorry, never. A seven year old should not have a forty four million dollar ring. Well, if his dad's a twenty billion dollar heir, yeah. I mean it's it's a, it's all relative, right? Right. Nope. He's earned it, man. And I don't even mind if somebody's like a fucking right. eighty billionaire and they want to reinvest in their shit. Just I'm sorry, I even brought it up. To well, skip you it. brought it up, so now you're gonna I have did. to fucking no. stomach it. I won't. You take those earbuds out then. Here's here. No, here's (laughs) actually where I'm going to take exception, Mark, and that is, where do you limit it? And oh, I don't know. That's why do you pick the capricious number that you ultimately end up picking? Why not twenty billion more than that? No, you're absolutely right. You're yeah. That and that is what it boils down to. I, I I don't know the arbitrary number that I would throw at it. You know, but I, I don't know. Maybe you figure out some mathematical formula that then says, well, that you would be able to, you know, even if you allowed standard interest, so, you'd be able to take care of your grandchildren, 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 grandchildren. Like, yeah, okay, well, that, so that I think the difference is not um, what you're worth. I think it's what you make in a year. Well, I see, and I don't necessarily have an issue with that. Like, if you're if if you are worth eighty billion dollars, but you're fucking investing. 20 billion a year to get other people jobs and great new tech and all this shit and you just keep making more money like this guy's trying to make the world a better place he's just really really good at it and and so i look at it differently i look at what your salary is what your annual salary is and if you are making 
I don't know what the limit is because I haven't right, looked here's... at it. The, the tax rate, I think, should increase based on your annual salary. That's if fair. Already, However, Bill Gates have... made like, what, what was it, a buck a year? And the man is worth $34 billion. Ah, no, but he has capital ta- capital gains taxes. Okay. So that's a different thing. And I, I, I think that all plays into it. So if you're doing these major investments that is... Uh, he, Welcome to Three Vegas Capitalism. <laughs> he's not making his money on his salary. That's one thing. Uh, it's fair. Capital it's gains fair. is something else. And if capital gains gets to a certain dollar point, oh, jack that fucker up. This is one of the side ridiculous. projects that I got into while I was away. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of actually interesting debates about this one. Yeah, so maybe we should time. stop and just talk about on. Vegas. Huh? Yeah. Ah, like the Las Vegas Club? Yeah. All right, All right. First off, it's heavily rumored that it will be renamed Grandissimo, mostly because the Stevens Group owns several Grandissimo URLs, including Grandissimo.net, GrandissimoVegas.com, and Grandissimo LV. Derek discussed some of the early plans on the Vegas Gang podcast, and they were well organized on Travelzork.com's article. First, don't expect this to be a part of 360 Vegas Vacation 3. Odds are you won't see whatever the Las Vegas Club becomes for about two years. The Las Vegas Club has two hotel towers, and demolition of the oldest is being considered for multiple reasons. While the exact reason wasn't clear, the two most popular theories are, considering the state of the casino, there's a fair chance that the oldest tower has fallen into disrepair and isn't structurally sound. Or... At least it isn't financially reasonable to invest the amount of money it would need to be brought up to the standards of modern accommodations. The other theory, and possibly in addition to the first theory, is that adding 400 rooms to the Fremont Street Market is simply more than demand can satisfy. Stevens is also considering expanding the newer tower, which would further reduce the likelihood that the second theory is accurate <laughs> if he's going to expand the the newer tower because it can be structurally improved by another 20 floors but it would require FAA approval. They do have plans to add quote a nice pool area. Currently the only decent pools on Fremont or in the Fremont area are at Golden Gate or not Golden Gate Golden Nugget and Downtown Grand. It is true that Plaza, Binions, and the D have pools, but they are little more than just hotels with holes in the ground and water in them. Very similar to Harrah's if you've ever spent any time there. <laughs> Except that's not a hole in the ground. It's a hole in the uh, some level of the casino. Well, hotel. okay. To be well, wait, no, that is very fair because Plaza is on like the third floor and yep. Binions is on like all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. There's hole in the world. It's an Olympic-sized There's hole. a hole in the earth. Well, that oh, doesn't work either. Geez, I was going for stop. a Deftones thing, and I, a Deftones thing, and it just went way wrong, way south. All right, well, cur- uh, I already said the currently <laughs> the decent pools, blah, blah, blah. No plans for a nightclub, as Fremont Street has never successfully been able to replicate the, su- the success. Like, it felt right, but it sounded wrong, right? <laughs> No, that, no, I get it. <clears throat> no, that's perfect. We're going right. No, make him say it again. Right. That, was not, that was not right. Don't, don't try to be like, no, no, it was good. It was I good. I know, right? Tony's all Tony's like, no, can no, we move on? No, no, you know what My Tony's wife's thinking? sitting here going, are we having a Friday night date night? No, 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 no. Tony's like, no, 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 it sounds good. This is going to be gold. It's going to be gold. 
<laughs> I gotta encourage this idiot. So great. <laughs> no, um, no plans for a nightclub as Fremont has never successfully been able to replicate the success the strip is familiar with as an amenity. Thank God. Stevens has said gaming will be similar to the D and Golden Gate, that being 3-2 blackjack and 10 times odds on craps. It's believed that at some point in the not-so-distant future, all three properties will be under the same players' club, although that's relative considering they don't think whatever a Las Vegas club becomes is known for two years. Okay. We you rolling your fucking eyes. You're adding so many. What but this? But not that. But I did. Oh, I, I didn't know if you knew this. Is, this show is about commentary. <laughs> rambling I, commentary. Apparently. Uh, I would. I would say Stuart has primarily said that when I don't ramble, it's annoying. And Stuart is the god of all truth. Um. I don't know that he said that. Mm, he did, Karen. <laughs> he did. All right. Just sit back and Just enjoy it. Say you're you're rambling. Lastly, for the locals, I find it so annoying when you ramble. Plans are for the property to have quote world-class parking, as it is proven to be a valuable draw. Do you really think they're going to rename this Grandissimo? Um, Doesn't it seem pretty grand for something on Fremont? Grandissimo. Listen, I, I'm not. I'm not going to judge naming because I was quite vocal about yep. how awful the D was, and yep. I couldn't be fucking more wrong about yep. that. So, I, 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 I don't. I, I don't judge. However, doesn't that sound pretty grand? You know, listen. In light of the fact that, and you've you've commented on this frequently, Mark, about how much you hated the. And, and maybe I'm taking liberties with saying you hated, but you weren't crazy about the different names of these different facilities that had been opening up. You guys talked about it on the, on one of your last reviews with Alistair about how you didn't like the name the D and you didn't like the names. Of, and, and I agree with you. I agree yeah, yeah. with you. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing um, interesting or exciting about those names. Grandissimo is at least an exciting name. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying I don't, I don't like it. I'm just saying, wow, that's bold. For, for and 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 maybe maybe the guy's fucking proved it with what he's done. Maybe it's time for him to be like, "Oh well, yeah, nuts on the table, fuckers, Grandissimo on Fremont Street, suck it." Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, in in light of the fact that no one else has taken the opportunity to oh, use shit. it before now, I know, right? Um, you know, and especially if he does it as a, as a tip of his hat to Jay Sarno, oh, I think it'd be fantastic. Oh, I think it'd be so cool. Oh, so I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that it will be. Yeah. So is it wrong when I hear Grandissimo? I think, Awesome. You I don't a, get the reference. Yeah, you're not a South Park know, watcher. Know, but no, but that's that's what pops into my head. All right, so uh, long story short, um, South Park did an episode where Cartman was fooling Butters, and okay. that he was this like technical technical he was a robot. robot. He was a robot. He's a robot friend in a cardboard in a cardboard, cardboard outfit. Yeah, yeah, but um, his name was Osimo. So oh when, yeah 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 yeah. When when you hear Grandissimo, I'm like it's. I am Osimo. I am your Lame. best friend. Lame. <laughs> yeah. As the, yeah. There's. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's what well, thanks. Now you've ruined the name for me. Welcome back. I know, right? <laughs> Every time you would go to Grandissimo, I'm like, we are going to Osimo. Going <laughs> yeah. to be great. And picture Cartman trying to talk in a robot voice. Lame. I am Osimo. I am. 
Okay, guys, so what about this? Totally, to totally weak, <laughs> you guys. Seriously, weak. weak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have other Vegas things to talk about. Such as the Las Vegas Club liquidation. Yeah, if you didn't know that the Las Vegas Club was actually sports-themed, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. Now that the building and the property have been sold to the Stevens Group, the Tamaris Group is liquidating its assets, a la their sports memorabilia that used to adorn the property. Vital Vegas is reporting that the plaza now has everything the Las Vegas Club had on sale. Signed jerseys, autographed photos, and various other mementos from sports history can now be purchased or bid on at a store located in the space formerly home to Island Sushi. The store is open seven days a week from 3 to 11 p.m. until it is all gone or something like that. The Tamaris Group is donating 10% of each sale to the UNLV Library Special Collections, where our buddy, Dr. Dave, works. You're on a sports guy, are you? Not even a little. You know what's funny? I am. Don't give a fuck about any kind of, uh, like, like I like jerseys. I like uh, replicas and authentic jerseys. and sh- But, I mean, to wear. But as far as, like, throwing that shit up in a, in a like, oh, it got signed by this guy. But like, yeah, but were you there? When-? Even even that feels weird to me. Like, like oh, my God, I took, like, hey, can you write your name on this? Oh, my God, he wrote his name on it. Like, who the fuck cares? I, I'm not judging. I know that's really cool for some people. But it's the same thing that I've said before as far as I, I thought it was going to be an awesome thing to watch football in Vegas. Like, we're going to fucking bet on, on fucking football in Vegas. We're going to watch. Now, when Karen and I watch football uh, on Sunday, NFL football, well, that's all we do all day. We just watch it. We eat, drink, watch football. It, we fucking love it. We're like, it's going to be amazing in Vegas. And about four hours into it, we're like, why the fuck are we doing this? We're in Vegas. We can do this at home. We, there's like a thousand things we could do only in Vegas, and we're sitting here watching fucking TV. That's just me, though. <laughs> this is me. like a silly use of time. <laughs> See? See? And, and, and we agree based on our – for us. Like I said, I'm not judging other people. I know we got a lot of sports bettors like, oh, my God. Spending fucking 12 hours in a sports book sounds amazing. That's amazing for you. What I've learned is it, it just doesn't work for us. That's what I learned, Tony. <laughs> but I'm bumped. I've done a lot of learning. <laughs> <laughs> Not just about U.S. and world history and how to die in Oregon. but. <laughs> so there's a new Guy Fieri's restaurant. That there is no other transition from how to die in Oregon. It's just go. Well, Guy Fieri has got another fucking restaurant. Like, yes, yes. What are you saying? Guy Fieri should go to Oregon, die. Oh, could we be so lucky? Could we? <laughs> I'd start a Kickstarter for that. Because a lot of people talk shit about him and yet still give him money to further encourage his antics. Guy Fierro will have a new restaurant in Vegas. This one will be called Guy Fierro's. El Burrito Poracho, which is Spanish, meaning drunken donkey. Listen, even Guy Fierro makes fun of you idiots who give him money. You're literally drunken assholes that go to his place <laughs> to eat food. Although I will not lie. What is it? What is it? The, the, the mac and cheese burger bacon thing? I don't know. There's something on his menu at uh, the burger place. It, it taunts you, me. Yeah. It taunts me. But I can't because because I have 
I have standards. No. <laughs> I have I you, have convictions. You, I have morals. What do I have? You are voting with your capitalist dollar. Thank you. I'm a capitalist. Yeah. I knew I was something. An asshole as well. Morals, standards. Eh, Mora- I know. Uh, morals. Pff, bullshit. <laughs> standards. Bullshit. Eh, that's right. Dollars. Yeah, eh. Your morals may not be my do- morals, but your dollar spends just as well as mine does. So exactly. I'm okay with that. I love this guy. So so when Mark Tony's, says he Tony's, hates somebody. Tony's make. Oh, yeah, that is true. He yeah. literally is like, and I, Here, here's the thing. As a foodie, this asshole who I also hate has some restaurants that I would really love to try. As much as I don't want to agree with Mark, I will never eat at one of his places because I think he is a complete and utter waste of space. On the flip side, and I I know some of our listeners are going to love this, and I've never disclosed this. There have been Uh recent Guy Ramsey shows where he is, is being very playful with with children chefs that I'm like Wait, oh he's have not you, a complete have ass have you watched any of them or you've only seen clips I'm saying they're quality previews they're quality previews so you've seen clips I know so they yeah. realize that he has a reputation for being a total asshole which is turning him off to the American public so now they're going to show clips of him being I'm a nice guy Look but at the me, kids I'm are good. being sassy and he just totally has to take it I'm like <laughs> well, because you can't make a children cry, or make make a children make a child cry on TV. That wouldn't go over well at all. So, are you saying you support my continued boycott of Guy Ramsey? I understand it, and and I haven't. Okay, so there's been several things you've told me. No, you're not going to do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. You have told me no, I can't go to any of his restaurants. True. They are some top rated foodie restaurants. See, I agree. The, the guy's is- a douche. I don't like him. Yeah. But when you're like, you can't go. Right, I'm voting with my capitalist dollar, and I hate it. So, I, I. It's funny. I, I'm literally speaking about giving you a green light to do this. And you're like, mm, you've already beat it into me. We can't. We can't do it. No, yeah, you have literally beat it into me. But you know, I. With I, my I, dick. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. I don't beat my wife with anything. With your fist. Really? Gun. No. That's right. <laughs> Not with a fist, but with an open hand. That's an entire Ah, uh, don't start that oh, shit either. No, we will. No, we will. no, no, no. I'm perhaps on your tush, but let's let, let's quantify these things. I I, I don't know that we want to go much farther than that. This is not. There's there's been marks left. That's fair. Fair marks. That's fair. Encouraged. Encouraged. Oh, no. But no, 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 no. Drunken Vegas was where those came from. Equally, equally encouraged. Not by me. If ish. Not by me. Ish. No. Nope. So, we're in a current world where there were people have lost their careers for doing such a thing. <laughs> so let's let's pump the brakes here. On, okay. Like I will say this: there were no issues afterwards. There have been marks left. Okay, it, it's then almost we had kind a of conversation like conversation about they, it. Afterwards. They were kind of like uh, badges of honor. Let, let's not lie. You're like going juicy. Okay, this. Look so at here, this. Look here's at this. the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I am not going to feed How comfortable is Tony right now? Totally How comfortable wanted, is it? Totally it. No. <laughs> the conversation the next morning was like, um, dude, that really fucking hurt. <laughs> so I'm not, no. I'm not feeding it to Forget all these other people that got in trouble for abuse, abusive relationships. stuff. This so, is totally not that. So, Tony, I, I will have to put you on retainer after this conversation as there, I'm inevitably going to end up in prison. No, you for, won't. For, Oh, I'm pretty sure I am, considering the world we're currently in. 
I'm singing the theme song to Three's Company in my head right now. So <laughs> you guys just go ahead with this conversation. Man. Nope, that's the best time to move on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's no. We're still talking about guy still? worthless Vero. Should yeah. We have more. We do. Yeah. All right. So one bonus. It is off strip. So uh, it will be located near the properties. A uh, Rio. Well, it's it's off strip. That's where I was going with it. It's off strip. It's at Rio. <laughs> It's going to be located. Property's Rio. There are several. I like this. I like this idea of like, we have to say it correctly. I'm like, eh, we're going to, we'll roll with it. We're fine. (laughs) It will be located near the property's Voodoo Beach pool in the space formerly home to Bizios, or actually currently home to Bizios Seafood. Does that make sense? Bizios? Bizios? You have a U in there, so I would think it's Buzio. Buzios? There you go. I don't know. You don't Whatever. have an O after Guy Fierro's last name, and you're still pronouncing it Fierro. So I don't. I, maybe Fieri? I just don't know how. Is it Guy Fieri? If I always been saying it wrong, <clears throat> I look at you it and I think and shitty edit. car, and I'm like Fierro. Yeah, but he, no, he, don't no call him a Fierro. He's he's That's a even... he's a shitty idiot chef that you're like going, hey, listen, I happen to have twenty five thousand dollars. Look at the the sports car I have. Like <laughs> you have a death trap, you fucking junior in high school idiot. <laughs> in, in the nineteen, in the early nineteen nineties. <laughs> awesome no. analogy. <laughs> Never heard somebody refer to somebody else as a high school junior. I mean, it's just so fucking specific. You oh, made his night, damn. Tony. He's so happy now. <laughs> you goddamn plastics class taken. <laughs> <laughs> jump, jump, ten years ahead, plastics. It's, it's no, we had to go back to what they were in our. They weren't plastics in our. No, in they our weren't. That's what I mean. You had to go back. Well, I went you back. He went a... forward. I know he did. <laughs> it explains the. Got to relate difference. to the kids that listen. <laughs> the the four people in their in their twenties that listen. Oh, Actually, that's not true. We know we have a lot of it. I don't know why I'm trying to qualify this for anybody. Go fuck I, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, there's more to talk about this piece of shit. Oh, yay. Yeah. Let's hear more. All right, so anyways, it's going to be located by the properties Voodoo Beach in this whatever seafood uh, where it currently resides. Well, uh, I said it a fifth time or fourth, God, whatever. move on. It's closing at the end of 2015 so that this douche's place can open in early 2016. If you are interested in knowing what will be on the menu after you punch yourself in the face repeatedly, <laughs> you can look no further than Harris Laughlin. Because this place already exists. Well, of course, he has a tried and true concept. Might as well put another one. You would think as much as he is connected with Vegas and UNLV, how much he loves the place, he'd actually make the effort to fucking create something. I, I'm sorry. They can't see me shaking my head like I'm rolling my eyes. Going, really? This guy doesn't do anything that reeks of effort. Yeah. Well, here's what my concern is. So what you're trying to tell me is, whoa, wait, wait. We found something that worked really well in Laughlin. Let's bring that to Vegas. I know, right? The strip. Oh, my God. You oh, know what wait, we need to no, do? Wait, no, no, It's not on the strip. Oh, it's, it's, off, it is off strip. That's true. It's off strip. That is true. So, that's why you don't take it down to a strip property. Hey, Harris, can I go to Rio? Sure. Because <laughs> I wish you could see her jazz hands while she was doing all <laughs> Yay, jazz hands. <laughs> Yeah, and the sarcasm is just yeah. oozing out. But Whatever. yeah, no. So he's not going to take a concept like this down the strip. It worked in Laughlin. Uh, Rio, perfect for that clientele know, right? right now. I know. Can I do more things? Sure. 
Rio. <laughs> you can do whatever you want at Rio. <laughs> now, another interesting factoid that Vital Vega shared that made me hate him even more. Guy, not Vital Vegas, eat... I fucked that whole thing up. Yeah, damn it. Whatever. I'm not even going to fix it. I don't really care. Uh, his real name, uh, it isn't Fieri or whatever the hell I was doing. It's Fairy. His name is Guy Ramsey Fairy. Wait, his name is Ramsey? Yeah. Guy Ramsey Fairy. Not not the boat... Uh, I mean, it, it's the boat kind. It's it Fairy the boat kind, not the Tinkerbell kind. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's, oh my God, that's an awesome Three's Company reference. <laughs> Holy shit, really? that's, oh my God, that's so fantastic. How are you younger than us and you know Three's Company references? I Don't love you remember so Mr. Roper used to refer to Jack as a Tinkerbell? No, because no. I was four. <laughs> And because my father was a minister, so we weren't allowed to watch that show. No, I, I totally appreciate it. I love that. Once again, well-rounded show at 360 Vegas. Well-rounded. We can pull in Tony, who's that is so much younger than us that should not have been watching Three's Company at that age. But, yeah, that he brought up the Tinkerbell. That's that, great. It's this fantastic. is where, yes, diversity. <laughs> That's right. I am the king of 80s television. So, so what other trivia you want me to throw out there? A little Nell Carter? Right. You want me to give me a break? Come on, guys. Uh, he, he is a disciple of Nick at Night, if that even it still exists. Oh, Nick at Night's all, Nick at Night's not showing old shows anymore. They're showing shows that we watch, like Home Improvement. Oh, see that? That's, that's, come on now. Yeah. Remember, Jesus Christ, when we were growing up, like Nick at Night had black and white shit. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Mr. Ed, Car 54, yes. where are you, the monsters? All the shit, yes. Yeah. Shows that were 30 years old at the time. Oh, wait. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, I fuck a 40 year old. I don't mean to make it sound bad. I'm just. Oh, my God. That had nothing to do with what he just said. But at yes. the age, he said, oh, we're 30s. And I'm like, oh, it's 30s. All right, so well, I'm going to put a little No, here. the problem is the shows that are on Nick at Night now are as old as the I, shows were on when we yeah, were watching. Yeah, I got it. And I, I made a connection. It's I clearly failed. Failed. <laughs> so, so can I make one controversial statement? Go ahead and then and then quickly move on, Tony, right. and then quickly. I am really disappointed there are no longer Cosby shows in rerun. Really? I am. It it does seem a little um disjointed to me at least. I I, sure, I look, I'm not a big fan of the Cosby show. I mean, I watched it when it was on originally, but it to me there's a complete disconnect between what one particular individual was doing in their private life 30 years ago and another television show that he happened to have been in that has a whole, I mean, think about the, all of the people that are being impacted by this, you know, Felicia Rashad's being impacted by it. I mean, just people that are, that have no fault in it are being punished. Right. So, and I agree with you. Here, Here's my one minute synopsis on this, less than, we'll move on. He created a show about a prominent black family when the only black families on TV were being displayed as in the ghetto or working hard or moving up or whatever. While he was currently raping women. But I get what you're saying. No, it's going to no, take no, no. a so minute. Stop. So here's here's the other thing that I have an issue with. None of this shit came out about him raping women until 30 years afterwards. So no offense. Um, I, and, I, and I'm not one that's going to blame the victim or anything. He, the number of folks that have come forward 
is ridiculous. He obviously had a method. It worked for him for years. What he did with the Cosby show was groundbreaking. And what I hate the most is that society is going to lose that and forget about what he did because he made huge strides about a normal, successful black family and what they dealt with. I, that's the part that bugs me. All right, so then I'm done. I totally he, disagree with you. Okay. Michael Jackson was considered a child rapist for the last five, seven years of his life. He died. Nobody remembers any of that. All they do is love his music. Same thing's gonna happen. This guy's gonna have in a decade. It's just gonna return. I don't think. I don't think so. I, I may be wrong, but I don't think so. And I think it's really sad because I think people are missing out on a really good show. I mean, nobody's gonna argue the guy wasn't a genius. He's just also and some a of the fucking best creep. Comedy. I used to listen to his albums as a kid. It, it just. And I'm not saying that it all should be forgiven. And he's like, oh, whatever. But I also think that a lot of what they're going after. I'm sorry. Again, you missed the jazz head. The if you, if you, no, if you the can remove. Down over listen, my listen, head. listen. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm for all of it, just not the awe. I'm not. <laughs> not down with the awe. <laughs> and well, it's it's telling though, isn't it? And obviously, we're taking this whole conversation a lot further than probably anybody. No one. I don't get. Like I said, I'm I'm down for a four-hour fucking conversation. Yeah. I don't give a shit. As long Where as Jen isn't pounding on the door, going, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, get in her there? on mic. She just sent me a text. She literally just sent me a text message that says, can I come in real quick and quiet for my smokes in my suitcase? I get you. You can come in and mic up. I said, of course you can. Just bring the new bottle of bourbon with you. Brilliant. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Jen smokes? You didn't know that? Only when when she drinks. Only when she drinks. Only when she... She's similar to you. When is she not drinking? Say hi, honey. Never. Hi. Jen made a 360 Vegas appearance. Give her a mic. Give her a mic. Oops. All right. I apologize for that. Not at all. Don't. (laughs) She's like, fuck you. We are head over heels in love with you freaks. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe how much bourbon I'm drinking tonight. So, hold on. So, another couple. Single. No children. Or not single. We we should literally. No children. Duh. Yeah, we should, if not purchase a home together, get homes next to each other. Get one of those retirement communities where they mow the lawns and everything else, but we have like the adjoining houses yes, there right now. Absolutely. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Or, or, or the dream where you've always seen, oh, I mean, you've only ever actually seen it done in, in uh, what is it, with Big Love, where you literally have two yards adjoined in one pool. Just got <laughs> straddled. Who had the property yeah. with one great big Straddling pool the, the property, yeah, the backyard. It's yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Yes. I see that in our retirement future. Genius. Awesome. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so aren't we still talking about Vegas? Uh, we, well, yeah, yeah. As a yeah. matter of fact, um, I think we brought I think we brought the last topic. To, yes. uh, yeah, because we're talking Just about Tinkerbell. Yep, yep, it. yep. Move it on. So there's an MGM update. Tony, there is an MGM update. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Lord in heaven, help Edge us Vegas shared the interesting things shared what huh Sorry. yeah an hour and 45 minutes in so there were some interesting things shared on the mgm's recent earnings call so the rest of us didn't have to listen to it he shared the details of what was interesting i know i said interesting like eight times in that sentence but fuck it it's mark Wait, so hold on for fuck's sake mark it's melts melts vegas does that help any of those no it's East Coast Gambling. Jesus Christ. Well, you have East EDG. Edge. EDG. Edge. 
eat, Co-Gangler. drink, gamble. Oh, is that what that stands yeah, for? Yeah, that is what it stands for. So, is he EDG or is he East Coast Gambler? Or is he Melts or what is he? I know he's told you like four times. No. Well, I, you've never told me, and I would be interested in learning this. Okay, so he has not lived in the East for close to a decade at this point. I know. He's been writing nothing but uh, uh, Vegas information, yep. living there. So he changed it from East Coast Gambler to Melts Vegas, Melts being his last name. Right. He created a new blog called Edge Vegas, which is in all capitals EDG. And when I say new, I mean a year ago. He uh, created a new blog called uh, Edge Vegas. EDG on caps and then the E to end it. EDG meaning eat, drink, and gamble, Vegas. So I appreciate that I knew he was, you know, East Coast gambler and then melt. EDG, I did not know, so I apologize. I know, because I've only mentioned it half a dozen times on the show. Actually, I, that that's that's pretty generic. I would say half a dozen times in the last two weeks. So I listened to the show. Um, Okay, within, within the times you've been on the show, I probably said it at least two dozen no, times. Yeah. Not I EDG. promise you, no, no, I have. No, no, no. Edge Vegas. I no, I've said to go Edge back. Vegas. I've said Edge and Vegas no every single time. That's well, fine. Which means you're not following along. I can't imagine why I always what? want to have an I'm sorry. extra. Means I'm not what? Always. I can't imagine why I'm always like, oh, I got to see if I can get a real co-host that actually <laughs> oh, supports geez. me. Hey, did you know that edging is technically a sexual term? <laughs> in the realm of rimming? No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. um, apparently well, whatever it is, hold is... on, before he explains, I am so glad you brought that up because I was ready to get up and jump across the <laughs> table and beat the shit out of him. He's brilliant. So thank you, sir. <laughs> He's brilliant. I Edging is where you almost climax and then you stop the person from being able to actually achieve an orgasm. Okay. So they get there, they're right on the edge, and then you stop. So that seems, that seems that like torture. Be, well, yeah, they have to be bonded for it because once they realize you're doing it, they want to beat the shit out of you. So if the hands are free, <laughs> right, yeah, you're right. In trouble. So yep. see, I don't, I don't see how that works with a dude because I don't know how many times they'll be like, oh, stop, stop, stop. Oh, it's too late. Nope, it's over. We're done. Oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, so, maybe I just keep going over the edge. Maybe is what it boils down to. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, MGM. There's some interesting shit. Here's the stuff that we like. MGM is entertaining the idea of a mid-scale retail expansion on the Vegas Strip to draw people to the property, that being Excalibur, which is currently underperforming. AKA, we didn't learn from City Center, and despite the struggling Link Promenade has faced, and the utter failure of Bally's Grand Bazaar, and before opening their own park complex to see if maybe they can do a better job at it, fuck it, let's build another one. Wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> hold on. So, MGM was entertaining a mid-scale. Oh, no, by, not was, are. Keep but going. by Excalibur? Yeah. So in addition to, to this new um, park that they're building over by Monte Carlo, they're also going to build something else over by Excalibur? They're entertaining it. They haven't, they haven't moved forward with it. That, that's currently on their docket of things they're, they're conversating about. Oh, my God. So, okay, so hold on. Horrible idea, right? So, uh, wait, no. no Horrible. We're, we're going to continue reading through because we will go off on this for forever. But, uh, Tony, I don't know what you want to say. I want to say that I'm confused and go from there. I imagine it means filling the lake. Nobody said this. It's my gut. Just, just 
Oh, that'd be terrible. Like the fake moat around the awful. around it's, the castle. It's bad enough they took care of the terrible metal robot dragon, but oh. uh, the de theming is just so heartbreaking and frustrating. On another note, in case it was still in question, it was clarified that Monte Carlo will have a new name at some point in 2016. They are still trying to sell the crystals for a billion dollars. Apparently, there is a lot of interest, or at least that's what they're reporting. Uh, due to the large amount of land at Circus Circus, which equates to 100 acres, MGM is mulling around the idea of expansion or renovation or something they vaguely call an, quote, interesting opportunity. All in all, the company is doing well. Oh, and they're doing this thing where they will lease the operations of some of their properties to other interested parties who will then pay them rent for the privilege to run their property. Yeah, that's kind of the mirage thing right now that they're working on. They're not selling it. It's not being sold. It's being rented. A terrible idea. <laughs> right? Like, they're the ones that, I, I, I believe it was them, that pioneered the idea of of basically leasing out all of their retail space and restaurant space. And, yeah, I mean, and obviously that worked out pretty fucking well for them. But, um, and I know Vegas in its history has done something very similar before. They've allowed people to to run their, their casinos while they ran the hotel. But that was really more when the hotels owned the property and they didn't want to be attached to the casino. This, uh, there's a lot of really shitty management concepts going out right now. But this is another one. By comparison, the only interesting information that came from Caesar's what? Um. What? Um. Um. What? You said an um. Oh, we're gonna count my ums. Yep. You give me shit for them. I'm counting yours. That's a, that's a great idea. Okay, so currently you're at sixty-three oh, to my me, no, eight. No, 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 I'm not even close. Go ahead. Keep counting up. Oh, I, I you know would be great about. I, I think I might, because as it is, we're almost two hours into this. I would love to give you the tally marks on that. So just keep going. All I want to say was, you say it too. I I, I require head on on each tally mark. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. You can require. You ain't getting it. Wow. Then then I will I will give you a beating. Dude, you would be so dehydrated by the that last like. I Tony hears it. He knows You it. would look like like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> there would be literally nothing left of you. I can't even imagine what that would be like. For transition purposes, by comparison, the only interesting information that came from Caesar's earnings call were planned renovations to rooms, specifically some of the suites in the Masquerade Tower at Rio, the 150. 50 plus Hollywood hip rooms at Planet Hollywood, the suites at Paris, Carnival Towers at Harrah's, the entire Roman Tower at Caesar's Palace will be renovated and renamed the Julius Tower. No word when said renovations will be complete. You know what cracks me up? We, we stayed in that shitty tower. We did. Re- renaming it, do you really go, oh, nope. Julius Tower? No. <laughs> Julius Caesar's. Like it's, no, it almost no. makes you think like it was that bad that you're like we should we should just rename this. <laughs> well, it was that bad? I got a little uh, breaking news here. They're actually when as a part of that re- uh, renovation and renaming, they're painting the entire tower orange. Wait, I'm sorry. What? What? 
So it'll be the Orange Julius. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so good. Sorry. Why did I walk right into that? I'm like, this is crazy, Tony. What is going on? (laughs) Yeah, the sad thing was I was looking around this, your office that we're sitting in going, orange. All right. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Orange Julius. Love it. Brilliant, my friend. Brilliant. Love it. Well played, sir. Okay. So tell me about the W Las Vegas. Yes, another property using letters of the alphabet for their brand is coming to Las Vegas. Mm. However, this brand has already made a name for itself outside of the market, so lack of imagination cannot be blamed. Rumored to be interested in buying or actually buying virtually anything that someone could speculate is for sale in Vegas, Starwood Resorts reported a deal with SLS to turn one of its towers into the first W brand hotel on the Strip. On the Strip, of course, is a term that could be debated. The RGA reports that under the agreement, the W Las Vegas will take over the 289-room Lux Tower at the property, renovate it to have its own separate hotel lobby branded the W Living Room. Why wouldn't you just call it the Living Room? Is anybody else doing a Living Room like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is the W Living Room. <laughs> be clear. I'm, I'm sorry. Can I can I stop? Which, Why not? As in, as in, this is terrible. Please interject something. What property are they buying? SLS. A tower at SLS. A tower. At SLS. Yeah. Didn't we have a W right? No, that was the loft. The loft was right down the street from us. Yeah. It, this isn't on the strip. I agree. SLS is not and on the strip. And the W is... It will have a dedicated entry, reception area, branded spa, outdoor pool and bar area, and of course, be an option for Starwood's loyalty program customers. Adorably, SLS president claimed the move will help boost revenue at the property that has struggled since the moment they opened 15 months ago. What he meant was Starwood will pay them rent, or at least alleviate the cost of taking care of 289 rooms. So yes, on Earth, Reducing expenses and or increasing the number of people that pay you money still means you will make more money. However, it remains to be seen if the partnership will fix the actual problem, lack of people who give a fuck, and give them money. We can all continue to watch with great amusement their downward spiral into bankruptcy. An interesting detail at Melts Vegas shared is part of the deal is for the W to convert one of the closed nightclubs into a Live Nation-operated music menu. Tony, you have expressed mild adoration towards this property. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on what I've said? What are your thoughts specifically on what I've said? Not to steal what I've said. (laughs) Everything that you've said has been complete brilliance. Oh my and God. to try Seriously? to say anything more would be trite and insignificant. No, no, no. I'll, listen, I, I, I'll be honest. I like the SLS. I wish it were closer. Uh, I wish they didn't play to the douchebag crowd. But you know what? And, and part of the problem, to be fair, part of the problem was uh, Alistair and I went to SLS just, you know, about two hours before the formal portion of 360 Vegas uh, Vacation 2 started and and we had a really fun time. We had a really good run at the craps table and so I'm willing to concede that I'm being um, 
you know, maybe maybe I've got rose-colored glasses on because I had such a good experience there. But the restaurants, the way Alistair sold the restaurants to me, it sounds like there's a lot of fantastic eating options. And if they're struggling, to me, it seems like that's a prime opportunity to take advantage of getting comped rooms, maybe getting some free play right up front, maybe getting you know a certain amount of um, dining credits that you're going to be able to use. I mean, when they're hurting for people, this is the time for you to try to take to try to Carl Icon your way into. Oh. Well, and I love the fact that you you've taken that take with it because when we were there um, with Alistair, by the way, with Alistair, the tables were awful. The dealers were kind were of awful, assholes, and the food was not welcoming or accommodating in any way, shape, or form. So let's be honest. I love the it, fact it, that you in, had a great time there. Yes, absolutely. And I encourage again anybody go give it a try yourself. Look, I have, I, I'm to the point where I never need to go back. I, there again. I have a reputation of being the guy that looks at everything Vegas in rose-colored glasses. <laughs> yes, you do. And and I, for the first time in the history of my adoration with this city, want a property to fail because that thing was so it was bad, bad. But I'm happy that Tony had a good experience. Well, and he, absolutely. And he wants to, to be back, a, a, Listen, fine. we've said it before in reviews. Our opinion is meant for amusement. Yeah, I, it doesn't. I said it that shouldn't. Uh, whether you and I hate this property and Tony and Alistair love it, who gives a fuck? The point is, what the majority wants is what should happen. Yep. We so, just share with you for entertainment purposes only what we had, and it was horrible. I so love the I idea love, that other people had a great time. Exactly. I'm. I'm actually. I'm really happy that Tony had a great time. Yes. And he enjoyed it. And Fuck yeah. Awesome. Um. I don't ever need to go. I agree with you. Unfortunately, so. it's one of the worst experiences. Not. I. Not only have I ever had at a casino, I would ever say at a hospitality place. I just. I mean, now granted, we didn't stay there, so I guess it's not really fair to, to no, get that. No, but it, it wasn't even staying there. So walking into a public casino. Let's just say that it's the worst experience I've ever had walking into a public casino. And that's fair. And even going with the food service, you can go into a bad casino that was with awesome outrageous. food. Yeah, that didn't work out so well either. So. It's a burger fucking place. How hard is it to serve someone? Okay, stop. I'm getting angry. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think we need to move on. We should. I think that's going to wrap us up, right? No, no, no. We still have another piece, and then we got prop bets. Oh, my God. No, we, before we move on, we got to talk about Sands Clean Sweep. Las Vegas Sun is reporting that Venetian slash Palazzo, for those of you that don't know, that is the Sands Corporation, hence the, the headline. They will be doing a complete replacement of its resident productions. Uh-oh. Frank, the man, the music is done November 28th. Human Nature is done December 22nd, and Rock of Ages is done January 3rd. Well, <laughs> you know you're mumbling, so there are, there are some, like when no, you... No, it was meh, meh, and oh, thank God. Okay, fair enough. Because you have to remember there's going to be casino audio under here. So your things, right. while I enjoyed them, because you're only about 10 feet from me, if even... So, uh, okay, I apologize. I will be more up on the mic with my little sarcastic comics. Meh, 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 and oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, while Vegas productions tend to make the rounds, so far the only one being taken, being talked about, is Rock of Ages with speculation for Rio's Crown Theater after over 1,000 performances on the Strip. 
Rock of Ages in Vegas is currently the only production still in production since the Broadway show closed last January. That was the movie, too, with Tom Cruise in it, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Was. it was. It was a big thing for a while. I, I, so I'll be honest. Haven't seen the show, the production, the movie, none of it. I saw the movie. You didn't see the movie with me? I just No, that was one note. of those things that I was like, I am not watching. I watch this. a lot of movies that Karen won't watch. Yep. How, how'd you like the movie? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Just if, in case. If you that went, meh. That I'm glad I didn't watch it because I would have been like, oh. It's okay. I was kind of sucks. impressed that Tom Cruise was, because that was actually his voice. We're like, wow. No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, yeah it was. No, he paid some Scientology at it to sing for him. Nice. No, that is, but that's we totally respect the Scientology and their, their oh, establishment. Oh, no, I don't. Like, fuck they them. will sell the fuck out of us. Shut up. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. They're I have no money. Oh, right, that. I have not. Well, there. no, but you you have an LLC, so we're all right. They no, I don't have an LLC. Have an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We were we listen. Were. So, Mark, you went to see Frank the Man the music, didn't you? Yeah, it was entertaining. It was slow. It was. I was glad I saw it for free. Do you think that it was a Venetian Palazzo quality show? Meaning, look, part of the reason why I have a hard time going to see Human Nature at, at Venetian Palazzo is because I remember when it was at, like, I don't know, Imperial Palace or yeah. Harris or yep. Flamingo. And so then I see, and, and then I see it at, Flam or at the Venetian, and I think, eh, um, you know, obviously it did well, but I don't know if I'm willing to pay that kind of money because I could have paid half the price for it when it was still at you know, one of those Caesars yep. entertainment properties. So tell me about Frank the Man the Music. Do you think that that was a Venetian Palazzo quality show? That Did it a, belong there? That is a great, great question. As, as you've as you've spelled it out in in that way, it, it's uh, yes, I think it was, and, and for the exact opposite reason of what you're, or actually maybe for the exact reason you're talking about. If I if I had heard very similar to the Rat Pack, because the Rat Pack has been all over Every, lower end absolutely. properties, yeah. Um, so you obviously don't have a whole lot of respect for it because of those reasons. And, and maybe it's a great show. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe it is a really great show. However, considering the properties that it's been affiliated with and the track record that those properties have with the shows that they have, I, I don't. You know, I'm not like, oh, we have to see that. This show being at the Venetian Palazzo. Is one of the reasons why I'm like, I can see this. This is going to be the closest thing I'll ever see to actual Frank Sinatra. And I'll be honest with you, I really think it was a very close representation of it. The problem is, is I feel that he very much, oh, it was almost such a great representation of it that it disconnected with me and Jamie Martinez, who, who accompanied me with it, because it catered so much to its audience that I was like, eh, you could move this along a little bit faster. You could do this. You could sing the songs that I want to so, hear. Wait, I'm sorry. You're saying it disconnected from the standpoint of he was way too much Frank wanting the attention, wanting everything else versus He was Frank, Frank playing doing... to the crowd, doing what Frank did. And I don't think a person of my age that has gone through the technological innovation and the entertainment innovations that we've gone through gets bored with that. Like you and I have said as we go to concerts, one of the things I love is that a lot of bands speed up. They don't waste their fucking time anymore. It's one song after another. They're just fucking rocking out, doing whatever it is. They don't waste time with any of these interludes or any kind of bullshit. Like, fucking just sing the fucking songs I want to hear. 
Oh, you are so a rock music fan. That's really kind of cute. I don't know. It seems like you're saying what you're saying is demeaning. No, I, I'm not. Or but, compartmentalized. Um, might be compartmentalized, but if you're going to see honestly a show of a Frank Sinatra performer, he is gonna have the audience interaction. He's gonna do the sarcastic comments. He's because that's what he was known for. I agree. That is okay. what he was known for. Seeing that show nowadays, that doesn't work to these crowds. Doesn't um, work to these crowds. These crowds don't want to see it. Remove all the people that he would have played to. Play his exact show today doesn't work. Most of those folks are this close to death. No, no, no. But, <laughs> no remove those people. That's what I'm saying. Jamie and I are of a completely different generation. Plop us in there. Uh, people who actually like Frank Sinatra. And we, we saw it and we were like, move it along. Move okay, it along. so that I don't disagree. But he is doing, so I want you to go back to the spirit of what he's doing and think about it in relation to what you're doing. I, I do, which is why I thought it was good. I thought it was a fantastic representation of what he did. And it made me realize that he almost did such a great job of exactly what Sinatra was doing that I realized it's like, wow, you did exactly what, what he was doing at, at his peak. I don't fucking care about that at this point. That, right. that that to me is not entertaining. Fair I enough. would like you to speed it up so I could see the the you know the 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 or the, the whatever the, the fuck you call these things. Else. Yeah. Yep, move along. Get all to right. it. Fair enough. What I'm hearing you say then, Mark, is he he portrayed Sinatra in what would have worked back in the fifties and the sixties. I think but that in today's two thousands, we just want one after another after another, stop the bullshit between. Is that after representation? Yeah. I think the people that saw him originally, if they saw him again, would have been like, wow, that was amazing. It's it was a great just like I remember. It's what you remember. Oh, right. so good. And I think to me, I'm like going, oh, you know, yeah, I, I've seen Frank uh, before and, and being in it live, wow, I don't, I don't, I don't, so, I don't yeah, want any more Tony, shows. Tony, like what this. you just said, yes, exactly. Okay, okay, cool. Well, that's it for news. We do have some prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. All right, so I set this up for a one-two, one-two. I'm going to throw the curveball at this, and, and now we're going to we're going to interchange because one, two, three, one, two, three. Well, largely because I, I like to do them because the the ones that I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny. I have a joke here. Boom, I'm doing it. So you're going to take the first one? No, I don't take the first one. The the the, the co-host always takes the first one. I'm going to take the second one, and then you'll take a third, and then after that, then it's like, oh, who knows where the joke's going to fall? Who knows where it's going to fall? All right. Well, that, that's ridiculously appropriate. I almost want to call Jen in for this portion. I'm not going to, but um, I've got a great story here <laughs> once oh. once we get through the, the bullet points here I on this particular. bring Jen back. I love you, hey. Jen. All right. Sorry. Hey, all right. Hang on real quick. I'm going to shut my mic off so that I don't blast out your or the listener's ears. Hold tight. Let's see here. Right. Am I good? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I just I shut the mic off and called for it. Although if she's outside having a smoke, she may not have heard it. Let me send her a text message. <laughs> okay. No, don't worry about it. Just go. Sure. Okay. Is Mark get cranky and this has gone on for too long? Oh, oh I don't right. want that to happen. Cranky. Nope. Well, it's, it's going on here, but 
I'm, get, I'm getting a glare oh. like I should be cranky. But. There she is. Right. I am watching Hot Tub Time Machine, drinking boxed wine. <laughs> it is a super classy <laughs> night today. I don't know why I'm being called into another room. <laughs> there's a reason. Jennifer, there's a reason. We love you, miss you. And apparently Tony thinks this will be totally appropriate for you. So the first bit of prop bet news, Rio's Seafood Buffet is closing (laughs) and being merged into the property's uh, Carnival World Buffet. Completion of this plan is expected this month. All right. Well, first of all, I had no idea there was a second buffet, but clearly there's a far better story behind this. Well, had anyone ever told you about Tony's seafood buffet experience? I have not heard no. such a story. It is terrible. It's, I mean, it's terrible from the sense that I experienced it, but we went to the seafood buffet. I'm going to make it super short. We went to the seafood buffet, and probably about a half hour later, as long as it took to get the shuttle from Rio to, what, Bally's? Right. We were in Bally's, and he starts, like, steepling his fingers, and he's like, guys, I'm going to need to go upstairs to use the bathroom, <laughs> which is not unheard of with this guy. All he, right, all right. It's, just, it's just what he does. One meal in, one meal out. We know it. We, as friends and, and right. wives of him, like, we just know. Right. But... This going to the bathroom literally never ended for 72 hours. Oh, my God. And it was my, it was my very first trip oh my God. to Walk Vegas with this him. This is Vegas, baby. It was, my, it, was, it was my very first trip, like, with his friends. So I didn't really know his friends very well. So my so you're left with these people choice like- was to just... Stay in the hotel room with him and like bring him gummy bears, which that is all he wanted. When every single orifice was exploding, all he wanted was gummy bears. So this closing is a good thing, is what we're learning. (laughs) All right, get out. just go so then he after like 72 hours he gets up at like 5 a.m and starts frantically texting everyone or with him he's like what are you doing what are you how do you i feel great and everyone else is like well we were drinking all night so Vegas adrenaline baby we're not really sure why you're up and active, but he's like pacing around the hotel room at 5 a.m. He's like, I don't know what my friends are texting me back. Like, dude, we just went to bed an hour ago. (laughs) After 72 hours of nothing, like nothing, I thought he would die. I thought he would die. (laughs) That is how bad the food poisoning was from the real seafood that we have actually dubbed it like, are you Rio Seafood Buffet or are you just plain food poisoning? <laughs> like, like if he's feeling iffy from a meal, we're always like, is it Rio Seafood Buffet oh, or is it just normal? That is brilliant. That that will forever <laughs> now be a benchmark of a reference. <laughs> oh my God, it's terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. When he sent me the article that it was 
that they were closing it, I thought, holy crap, how many other people dealt with the, guys, I'm going to have to go back to my room for a second and then never see their friend for 72 hours. All right, get out. <laughs> it's like, it's Cooper's making himself all, like, comfortable on the bed. He's nice. like, oh, this is what we're doing tonight. Right. Hanging out in the room. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's great. I'm going gambling. Bye. I know. I'll be at the casino. Thanks. Bye. Right, right. right. <laughs> Come on, Come on. Okay, so that's my, that's my contribution to that portion of uh, prop bets. So good. That so wasn't good. even prop bets yet. That it is prop bets. It is. It is. Why don't you pay attention so I have less to edit? Because I was downstairs getting a drink. I didn't want to yell at you. No, we didn't y'all move on. We did prop bets first, which you then made a joke about, and then we moved into that, and then now you forgot between your one yeah, trip. You're right. My bad. Sorry. More editing for you, or just make me look bad. It's okay. <laughs> I can't. Neurotically, I want to leave it. We're like, well, Here, I'll teach this woman, part. but I you won't listen to it, so, so I won't fucking know. And it'll I'm only so going to listen to this episode because it was a story that I missed that I really want to hear. Sorry. Okay. I don't know how to transition from such an epic story like that. I, had I known such a story, it, uh, Stuart, I apologize, that would have been part of news. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is part of prop bets, which to me I think is magical because anything can happen with prop bets. Yep. That's right. So, That's part of the concept. So, so who Stuart doesn't next? play craps. Uh, no, he doesn't. But who that, so next? he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I go next. I next. So I next. I next. I next. I next. <laughs> so the real world that MTV is apparently it's still a thing. That that whole thing. It's gonna be in Vegas. The cast has been spotted around Fremont Street filming, and the D has become a common hangout for said seven. Is it seven douches? Yes. Douches and whores. Seven douches. Yep. Pick to live in a house. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it took every ounce of my interest to summon up the courage to report this to you, so odds are I will not be reporting anymore. However, I will say I do think the idea of them being down in Fremont is interesting. Uh, the Vice Lounge Online may actually get a uh, free promo spot uh, in Ooh. the upcoming real, real world. Seriously? No. Awesome. Um, oh, no, come I, on. You totally could. Come on. Well, I was there um, in in middle of uh, October and I saw them they cr- so I was with Alistair and we were going to get either breakfast or lunch down at eat or dinner who knows what time exactly. I know right <laughs> exactly food and um and they the camera crews were following them around and they crossed the street and they crossed where we were at but we were in front of them by you know say five or six paces yep and so, and, and of course, I was wearing the, you know, my, my Vice Lounge on my nice. shirt. And so, yes. of course you were. I'm really no, they'll, counting They'll on blur that it out. Thing. They'll blur it out, you realize. And that's exactly what Alistair said. He was like, y- you know, they totally will not promote your show for free on MTV, right? Yeah. So. You know, here's the only thing that It'll I'm going to say. It. And like, I don't. Like, oh, my God, a Doty shirt. <laughs> that's right, yeah. I'm that's only going to say it from this standpoint. And, and I don't mean this in the wrong way. It's going to come out bad. I, and I don't want to say it. Um, wow, now I'm enthralled. No, because I'm going to feel bad. Because I honestly... You have set this thing they, up. They, it, 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 wow. It's small. It's not that big. They might not even pay any attention and let the shirt go. 
And I don't mean that. Well, that's what, no, that's what I'm counting. That it, okay, that's what yeah, we're all exactly. rooting for. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Editor. No, they're not going to pay any attention. We're hoping they have no concept of this. It ain't going to matter. Actually, yeah, we'll have the whole it. Vice Lounge thing right there in the on MTV. Woohoo! I'm, I'm sure they're, they have a whole legal team going, what is this? Google? Fuck. It exists. Wait, we're not he's a lawyer? It. God damn it. Well, not even lawyer. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a logo that exists. No one's paying us money. Fuck this guy. Yeah. It's MTV. Well, I have to assume they're semi-savvy. You know what? Get, get your, uh, you know, five seconds of TV. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> All right, it's you. Wait, me? Yeah, you. The one after the one I just read. I know. Hold on a second. Number three. <laughs> Which they're not numbered, asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Bullet point. I thought you could at least count to three. Uh, count? No. Use of observation goes a long way sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. My use of observation tells me that I'm dealing with two drunk assholes that oh, jump on. 100%. Hold on. 100%. Hold on. And right. frankly, jump on. two and a half if you count Jen. <laughs> yeah, but Jen loves me, so she would never do oh, what y'all just you. did to me. No, 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 but Jen, no, no, no. We still have a girl code. Whatever. We won't call each other out on anything just yet. No we'll get there. We won't do it yet. Here's the thing. I have two drunk asses going, really? Now, bitch, perform. Don't say anything. Don't read anything right until now. But now, you. All right. Vegas is now offering what? Or my Vegas, the most important part of the entire sentence. Yes, but if it's to her, then it's really just Vegas. Right. <laughs> See, I had your back on that one. Lord in heaven, grant me strength. My Vegas is now offering what is liberally being referred to as a reward <laughs> to Atlantic City per their MGM Partners property, Borgata. <laughs> I would have to say the count rooms we were getting at Tunica are infinitely more <laughs> preferable than this. I understand it's Borgata and that's impressive, but Atlantic City is not. That's well, much. yeah, Atlantic City kind of discounts everything, so... I'll take Tunica over Atlantic City any day. All right. They're only giving us weekdays. Doesn't matter. Still take them. Yeah. Tropicana is now offering a shuttle to guests to their sister property, the M Resort. Pickup and drop-off times are available via a link on the blog. The D Las Vegas has completed renovations to possibly the worst elevators in the city. No word how much better they are. I, well, fuck, you were there. How are they? Did you stay at the property? No, I stayed at Golden Gate. Yeah, okay. Did anybody, anybody you were hanging out with stay there? The the general um, consensus seemed to be that people are very happy. Uh, Derek even jokingly said, yeah, we essentially just stapled a elevator to the outside of the building and then just cut holes in to accommodate the <laughs> elevator, dumping people out, you know, into their, onto their floor. Well, he was saying it jokingly, of course, but the, the idea was, how do you take a building that's already pre-existing and try to add an elevator to it? Right. You just stick it on the outside and, you know, cut holes into the side of the building. Nice. Well, either way, that, that elevator was horrific. Like, in the history of all elevators I've ever had, hands down, one of the worst. <laughs> well, it was because it was just, you know, they were well, always breaking yeah, down. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. So, knowing... Derek and I know, right? On the D, yeah. it'll be exactly. fixed. It'll all be awesome. I know. Only Derek and, and and his properties would be like, listen, everybody's bitching about this. We got to fix it. <laughs> Whereas most properties, are like, fuck you, it's the elevator. Yeah. 
The new restaurant from, oh, God, what the hell is this? Gino Bernardo. Thank you. I was going to say, uh, fuck of all of us, I would have figured you would have been able to do that. I am not Italian. How would I be able to do that? You're foodie. I'm going to tell the new- Anthony Bordeaux, or no, Andrew Zimmer. I'm going to tell him. Are you done? Can I move on? All right. Try. The new restaurant from Gino. <laughs> Keep moving along. It's too late. I'm not cutting it. <laughs> I love it. Pick it up. Nove Italiano. Shut up. Shut up, and I'll do it all again He's in two seconds. opening his second restaurant, Fine. Herringbone, at Area, uh, area, uh, area December 28th. To celebrate, you can take advantage of the opening for $185 or just under $300 for a New Year's dining packages. Those of you interested, Google it, because that's ridiculous. Adam Lambert's latest video for the single Another Lonely Night was shot in Vegas, and the song and video are actually pretty good. Lots of eye candy for those of all persuasions, as well as those who get wet from Vegas porn. <laughs> we'll have a link on the blog for those of you that are interested. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's because I can hear it, like, in my head, I can hear your voice. So I know how that was supposed to come across. <laughs> That one was planned for me. <laughs> Phil Ruffin confirmed that MGM saved us all from his wrath and mutilation of a property by rejecting his $1.3 billion offer to buy the Mirage in favor of their new rent-out operation strategy. Ruffin also claimed the aggressively challenged report that the Mirage was sold to the Star Ward... To the Star Ward? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my name is Star Lord. <laughs> Come on, man, Star Lord. <laughs> Ruffin also claimed that the aggressively challenged report that the Mirage was sold to Starwood back in June, quote, was never true. Suck it, Vital Vegas. <laughs> uh, yeah, clearly. But in all sincerity, though, that's wild that somebody was willing to pay $1.3 billion for the Mirage. Yeah. That's, that, that's for me, the biggest, uh, you know, mind-blowing bit impressive. of what we've dealt with today. That's, he, that he is paid, impressive. He paid seven hundred fifty grand for Treasure Island. Or seven hundred fifty million, not grand. I would have, bu- <laughs> I would have bought it if I could have gotten Treasure Island for seven hundred fifty grand. <laughs> that I would never in a million years have guessed that the Mirage could be valued at that someone would value it. What I love is the Mirage years. told him no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I, I can't. I don't know what sort of cash cow the Mirage must be. That Mirage is like, mm, 1.3 billion? No thanks. Try again. Thank you, MGM. Thank you. Yeah, I, for I sure. think there's a reason for it because I'm guessing the ops uh, strategy allows them to buy it back or own it again right. at another point in time. Well, they still own it. They so, just somebody has to well, pay them. Right? Yeah, yeah, but they have control over how they run it, what happens, and I'm guessing there's all kinds of out clauses. So you may need an influx of cash, but you're not going to give up. (laughs) Continuing to discourage any chance of getting the Hall of Fame because gambling on sports is somehow related or tarnishes what the man did as a player and the greatest hitter of all time, Pete Rose has opened Pete Rose's Sports Bar and Grill in the Hawaiian market on the Strip. You'll find it located below the new second floor Chili's on the Strip side. (laughs) (laughs) You got to understand awesome. why the guy's like, 
you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to make some money at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's nuts. The the poor guy. And, and it's I mean, like, I get I get why he's been blackballed like he has. But, man, that poor guy, his life's taken quite an unfortunate turn. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to say what he did is anything other than absolutely atrocious. But has absolutely nothing to do with it, what he did as a player. See? Nothing. I'm going to take a different standpoint. I don't think it was atrocious because he didn't bet on his, he bet on his team to win, not to lose. He didn't throw the game. Well, if if it were that straight and simple, and maybe it is, I, I'll be the first to concede, Karen. I don't know the ins and outs of the history I don't here. Either. If it, if that's all it was, was he was always simply betting on his team to win, then I will 100% say, where's the where's the Truly, where's the harm? Where's the harm? When, whenever you sue somebody, at the end of the day, it all comes down to where's the harm? And if there's no harm, then you don't have a lawsuit. If in this situation, my argument is, if all he did was bet on his team to win, where's the harm? He's not going to not try harder because he's got money on it. But I don't, but I don't. I'll be the first to concede. I don't know that that's the... I was going to say, for the record, when he was betting on his team to win, he was the coach, so there was nothing he could do other than manage it or uh, come Whole up with strategies. Or out or yeah, whatever. right. Okay. Sure. But, sure. Okay but, but, okay, but the point I'm making is this man has, has more hits than anybody in Major League Baseball history. This all happened before he started doing any of his coaching and no, betting okay, and so doing all those things. So you have to separate things. the fact that he should be... In the That's Hall the of joke. Fame. That was the entire joke. Oh, there was a joke? That Sorry. was the point. Because somehow what he did has any effect on uh, because he's now getting a restaurant and a gambling market. Never mind. That joke may... I hope someone... I hope one person... I, I don't really care if anybody got it. Whatever. We're moving on. For fuck's sake, we're moving on. Please take the next one. Continuing their Godzilla-like consumption of the nightclubs at MGM Properties... Hakasan has just completed renovations to the club formerly known as Hayes. It shall be henceforth known as Jewel. Venue size, sound, lighting, snaggletooth, and quiz celebrity clicks for a new Vegas nightclub will be inserted here. Nobody got the snaggletooth reference? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I, I heard it. I don't really it's a lot know. of S's, right? No. no, Jewel in her, oh. she had all that fucking money and she never got that snaggletooth <laughs> no, corrected. No, there's right. so many, there's so, so right. many. Our apologies. Yes. That was oh, good. That, that was, was really great. good. That was we fantastic. That was brilliant. Sorry. I do. I apologize. for. <laughs> she so can see me. I'm dropping the mic right now. <laughs> As you should. Right. Drop yeah. the mic away. And right. lastly. Pawn Plaza, the container park shopping promenade located next to the Pawn Stars Pawn Shop, is now open. However, shopping doesn't seem to be much of a focus, as currently the only thing that seems to be open is the dining options, presumably for those of you waiting in line for hours and hours to enter the pawn shop. I agree, it's mildly entertaining. I've never had an interest in getting there for all that. I'm like, can eat at that pond container place. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what? Haven't you said it before on past podcasts, Mark, that you have no desire to actually check out 
the pawn shop itself? I listen. I... I, that actually seeing the pawn shop itself is more interesting to me than seeing the people that are famous for the. I don't know what it is. There's something about celebrity that just doesn't do it for me. Just okay. do, like I like like I, I, Karen and I have mentioned this. Meeting Corn, meeting those people who've meant something to us was a huge thing. But like people that I see on TV that like listen. Those guys are really interesting. That's a really good show, and they know a lot. It, they've done a great job, but ultimately, is it any different than what you do or what I do with podcasts? We're just, we're, listen, we have a passion about something. We share it with people, and we just happen or, to be fortunate enough that we're amusing. Or as a lawyer, as a, you know, yeah, absolutely. what you do or what I do, that's your job. You do it. Yes. It's fine. So I, I fully appreciate it, and I think they're pretty cool people, but I don't know them. You know, I, I don't I don't I don't care to bask in their signatures and honestly, or smiles. you think you're smiles. gonna walk in there going, Oh my god, I'm so happy to meet you, we're gonna be besties. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. so so to me it's just kind of like like I, it's it's almost it's almost kinda of weird. I've said this before. I, I've met a few people that I think uh, other other than the corn experience that we've shared with everybody, but a few other people that I've I've admired and I tend to stand more back and just kinda of look at them like, oh, that's really cool. It's just way more stalkerish. Oh. It is. It's really creepy. Talking it's to him, really but, fucking you know, creepy. Whatever. But I'm like, I don't want to ask you to sign something. That feels fucking stupid to me. I mean, no judging. It's just for me. I, I'm like, this just this feels weird. I don't want to ask you to sign a piece of paper. I don't, I just don't care. Oh, that is really flattering. I I appreciate that. You no, I would. You shouldn't feel like that. We shouldn't. When we're together, no. That's. I do uh, want a picture. Are, I want. I, I want a picture as a memento. I think of you and I as equals, Mark and Karen. But I get that's that is really gracious of you guys. So, no. No? no, no, it worked oh, fantastic. That didn't work. That didn't work. No, it did. I said I, I want a picture of you next time because the picture being in your presence means so much more than an autograph. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I would agree. Ah, uh, you, you went on that. All right. Well, let's move on to coming attractions. Not even a little, but my head that's Coming Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Billy Idol has signed on with the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay to perform his first ever multi-date residency. Shows will be Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, March 16th through the 26th, and May 4th through the 14th, 2016. Time is 7 p.m. Tickets start at $80 and VIP packages will be available starting at $500 up to $750, none of which offer a meet and greet. Okay, this is you just being snarky. Come on. <laughs> I love that. It's like, the time is 7 p.m. Bless you. Tony, he's been so mean to you with this. Uh, mean. I'm, I'm not reading the next one. I verbally embraced it. Good, because I specifically wrote this for me. Good. Carly Rae Jepsen will perform her one good song, and <laughs> the so other fantastic. one. I'm like, how many songs does this girl have? <laughs> it's not that bad. 
God. a half dozen times at the Venetian for three nights. Over and over and over. <laughs> You're going to get two and a half hours of one song. December 30th, 31st, and January 2nd. I assume there will be some holiday songs performed as filler or perhaps some other cover songs. The show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $60. That second song is fucking shit. Don't you even defend it. Oh, no. The first song off her new album, yes, is shit. Not that the I second song. Her first out Her first song, I agree. That's an adorable song. She had a song off of the last one, too. And another one. Oh, there's a third? She has a third single? She has four. Oh, my God. She has four what? Songs or CDs? John Fogarty will have a short-term residency at the Venetian, January 8th through 23rd. Still, Performances will be Wednesday through Friday, or Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Do they even call them CDs anymore? <laughs> and My uncle wants to know. Tickets start at 60 bucks. How are you not ripping on John Fogarty and you're ripping on her? Seriously? Well, I, Who I, the I, fuck I is John Fogarty and who's going to pay 60 bucks to go see him? I promise you we are going to have replies of people complaining oh, about <laughs> Complaining about ripping on Sally Mae Jesse, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael. She has one great song. It's sixty dollars no, at the Venetian. Okay, you know what, Karen? If she had four, uh, listen, I'll even give you. She has four awesome songs, four amazing songs. You're gonna pay her sixty dollars to perform three fucking nights at the Venetian? No, is the answer to that question. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I apologize for so, whatever nerve we've hit. So I'm going to go back to the Venetian and the acts that they have there and well, why she's there now. <laughs> so don't give me. She's at the Venetian. The Venetian, Venetian doesn't know how to put a crowd or an audience in whatever act they're going to play whatever, or an act to draw, draw a crowd. God damn it. The opposite. Carly Karen, I think what the I think the argument you're trying to make is the Venetian is kicking out Frank, the man, the music, uh, Rock of Ages, and Human Nature oh, he's to bring in Carly Rae Jepsen. Yep. And, you, and, and, and I don't you're, disagree you're, with you're that, that at all. I don't disagree with that at all. But when you're like, she had one good song. She, no, she actually had two hit songs off the first album, one on the new one, which is awful, but. You're not making the argument. No, not at all. Oh, no. God, She's going to have to perform for an hour and a half. How long are those songs, Karen? Are they an hour long? I don't care. Because I would never pay to go see her or any other act that was at the Venetian. I just hate you ripping on her. You, you, you've already seen multiple acts at the Venetian. Not the ones that they are currently getting rid of. Well, that's probably, uh, probably yeah. why they're getting rid of them. Exactly. But replacing so, them with Carly Rae Jepsen is I'm not, not saying answer. it's better. I'm really not. Move on. Jesus. <laughs> we should. We should I, I had no idea there was such a nerve. I, I, it's Quickly move on. Quick, quick. Okay. So Demi Lovato and Nick Jonas will be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena Saturday, August 13th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $30. Yeah, I think Nick Jonas has bad retinas. Seems to be always squinting in all of his pictures. <laughs> I don't know if it's a cool thing or he has bad eyes. That's a horrible joke. Well, f- use use the last sentence. Oh, what is it? Someone get that boy some sunglasses. 
there's no way I could have delivered it any better. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Rob Thomas with special guest Adam Lambert are performing at the Joiner Hard Rock Saturday, December 5th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. So do you want to hear something for you yes. guys, for you two, you are going to, you're going to sigh, you're going to drop your head into your hand, and you're just going to shake your head embarrassingly for Tony. Could you sell this any better, Tony? Go. I have been to a whopping total of two different music performers <laughs> concerts ever in my life. <laughs> All right, who are they? Who are they? Seriously, just Pony you? Up. Garth Brooks. Nice. And Matchbox 20. <laughs> Those are literally awesome. the only people I've ever seen in concert, ever. You know what? Everybody's got their own passions, man. I I, I, I judge no one on, on their uh, so attendance wait, or lack thereof. When did you go? Uh, Karen's like, no, no, no. Hold on. I will. <laughs> right, I must know. Right. Okay, go ahead, Karen. I... Never mind. Go Come ahead. on. No, it was a fucking you know great what? joke. I set you up for it. Truth or dare? I call truth. Go ahead. What do you want to ask me? <laughs> When did you see Garth Brooks? Um, I've seen Garth Brooks uh, cumulatively 20 times. Get the fuck oh, out of here. You said, wait, hold on. Oh, uh, because you just said you saw two people uh, in concert. I totally agree with you. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I would no. very lawyerly answer. Yes, you did. I saw no. very lawyerly no. answer that. But I'm like, when? Musical performers. Times. Garth Brooks and Matchbox 20. See, that's horseshit because we could say, well, we saw Corn in concert like eight fucking times. You, I, Although I that doesn't that doesn't I, hold a candle to your Garth Brooks at no, fucking not 20. touring attendance. I've seen Garth in uh, Roanoke, Virginia, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, uh, Carbondale, Illinois, Carbon you, something, Illinois. Did you follow him like people follow yes. Fish of the Grateful yes. Dead? Oh my God, he did! <laughs> I did. I Wait, got hold on. What, what year was this? What year? Um, 1996, 97, that 98. Would, yep, those that would be the years right time. in there. Yeah. And are, so, are you a giant, giant fan? Is what you're saying? Yes. All yes, right, I well, am. Good. So I like on. this. So I like on. this. I, I was too. Okay. Until he, you know, cheated on uh, Sandy with the You knew it. I knew you would know it. uh, Knowing us and knowing my bride, I knew you would know it. (laughs) My wife has the same problem with him. Yeah. She, 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 and, and, and I don't mean this derogatorily. I think there's something perhaps female in nature about that because as far as I'm concerned, he was with the proper person he was supposed to be with while he was with her. And then he was, it was no longer a proper fit for them. And now I, I, I got to leave you on fit. Lonely Island over there because uh, I'm a bit of a monogamous and I, I thought he, we're not going to talk about I thought he became right a giant piece of shit when he, when he did that. <laughs> it would have been a little bit different had he separated from his, his, uh, the love of his life who inspired him to write so many of those songs and then well, started fucking Trisha Yearwood, who it is. had nothing else to do, and then all of a sudden, yeah, who's only a, bitch comes along. Yeah, who's yeah. only a step below uh, the the man, Judd. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, ultimately, I want everyone to be happy. I just don't like when you fuck someone else while you have pledged to only fuck that person. And wait, the person you happen to fuck is also famous. And mildly are, a man. So, v- virtually a man. What? Virtually a man. 
Uh, no, I'm not even gonna give her that. It's not even that. It's the fact that she was already famous and I just, I just riding like on her. his coattails. And, oh, make me more famous. When, so yeah, when I, when I don't like people, I like to make fun of them. So I, I that's where I went. I apologize. It's not going and I've anywhere. Seen, what are you uh, Matchbox about? 21. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Garth Brooks so, 20 times. We can argue about him and then, you know. It's, which you know, which album? Was it the. Uh, um, <laughs> I love the details. No, I, I honestly want to know. Was it like the. the which album stuff? what? It's fascinating. For Matchbox 20. Oh, I saw them in concert in probably 2000, 2001. Oh, fuck. So they're at least what three album? albums in. They they were on their second album. They were on their second Is album. Really? At that time. They had that second huge hit in on that first one back in like '95, '96. Uh, Turn around. Um, it had Bent on it. Yeah, it had 3 a.m. on it. That was their first big one. That was on the first album. Right. right, 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 right. And then their second one came out. I can't believe they took that much time between two albums. I would have thought they were at their third at that date. No, no, I wow. don't think so. But don't forget, though, I think Rob Thomas went out on his own between the uh, no, 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 after, second and third. No, no, no. It was after the second. Oh, was it? Okay. After the second. Yeah. And maybe even after the third, to be honest with you. I don't know for sure. But I, I do agree with you. It didn't. There was no way it was any longer than the third. It might have been after the second. Yeah, I, I think I thought it was between the second and third he went out on his own, but I I, I may be wrong. I'll, because and here's the reason why I think it was between the second and third because he teamed up with um, the Santana guy. Oh, he might be right. Oh, no, and I think and I thought that right. was kind of yeah, the impetus he, for him going out on his own. Yes, he was I see still what with the band when he did that. I think he might have done like the third album. Smooth. Then he went on his own after that. I have to say it. I love. Do you know that song is available on Rock Band, Tony? No, is it really? Smooth is yeah. How? Oh, you, I'll have to double check it. Have you guys gotten Rock Band four yet? We do, yeah. Yeah, it's not don't, as good as three. It, don't. It's not as good as three. Don't do it yet. Tight. Don't do it. Well, here's my problem, guys. I've and I'm willing to concede that I'm not inherently the target market for Rock Band, quote unquote, per se, because I'm not into the rock. Um, the rock stuff, like you know, I'm music? a big fan. I current music. Down- Just say it. It's okay. <laughs> well, I, right. Fair point. The point is, I I've downloaded. Unless there's something I'm supposed to do, guys. I the last update of music that was posted to Rock Band Three was in like March of this year. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't had anything new since um, March of this year, and everything else is stuff that I wouldn't sing, like Weezer or. Oh, I hate you so much just for saying that. I know. For picking Weezer in particular. Specifically Weezer. We've seen Weezer in concert multiple times. and No, we've like, seen them once. Have we only seen them once? Only once. We but saw we them saw once, them so much. Uh, but we saw them do the entire Blue albums. Their entire first finished, album in its entire. We lost our things. minds. And I have a picture. Oh, when I see you next. I have a picture literally of how close I was to him. I, I We could have kissed him. He was literally the awesome. No, the band is awesome. <laughs> so you neat. suck. But um, I'm sorry. So all right. So what is your question? Me? Yeah, oh, you. Uh, just um. Well, I wondered if maybe Rock Band Four had better had additional no. singers no. And songs no. on it. That no. It's the worst set list. Nope. In Rock Band history, is fucking terrible. And, and okay. It's so okay, bad. And then want, even yeah. the songs they've come out with for release, I, I think I've only downloaded two. 
so far, and and it, like one of them is Lincoln Park. You wouldn't give a fuck about, and I, I actually, to be honest with you, now that I think, I don't. Oh think no, the other one was Aerosmith. We got we got a couple songs from Aerosmith from uh, their 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 later albums. Their, but Tony wouldn't honestly. No, that's I mean, what I mean. Tony, you can look the set list. I mean, Google it. Or whatever, we, we've actually, I, as a matter of fact, one of the things awful. that one of the things that you love about Rock Band, where you just select the songs that you want to sing, you can't do that in Rock Band Four right now. Really? It's a that game. doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, right. my guess is they're making it a, a future update. But that we'll have to pay for. Yeah, it's, it's wow. just stay away. Okay. Three okay. Is, is better right now. It. Three is no, better. Thank you. Man, I'm really glad we had this conversation because Jen has literally been ready to pull the trigger at no. any date nope. when she's playing around on Amazon. To be honest, I, I don't know if no. you've seen this. Uh, I've literally openly mocked Rock Band multiple times on Twitter. Whenever they try to say something, I just constantly rip on them. Like they said something the other day about, uh, "Hey, you with the with the godlike voice, like going, hey, start a band." I'm like, "Hey, can I sing whatever song I want to?" Oh no, uh, never mind, I'll pass. Oh, that is too bad. Yeah. Okay. It, it okay. Is, although I will tell you, I've I've been involved in a, in a survey with that company, and they asked if that was something that people were interested in. The fact that they asked it makes me think at some point they're going to do it. Odds are they're going to charge you. Sure. Well, and, and frankly, I'm willing to pay. Oh, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I will tell you. The damn thing. I will tell you when you can actually pay for that. Then okay. make the jump. That's cool. That's cool. I appreciate that. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is a portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, Britney Spears is at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Thursday through Saturday, Hart is at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $70. And on Saturday, Yellow Card and Newfound Glory are at Brooklyn Bowl. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $26. And Rise Against is at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $48. Well, that's going to do it for Episode 182. Thank you all <laughs> for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog 360vegaspodcast.com. Support the show via PayPal donation, buying stuff from our merchandise store at zazzle.com slash 360vegas or vegas.com and help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. I don't see us going anywhere uh, recently or, or in the near future. I feel I feel good. I like. Writing. I hope not. I on behalf again. of all of the listeners, and, and I, I, I know I've said this before, but I will say it again, Mark. I am a listener first. I happen to get to enjoy the privilege of being a co-host second. So as a listener speaking first, I hope you don't take another six weeks off. We would rather have you take six weeks off than cancel or, or quit the show. Man, it's great to have you back. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Aww. And uh, I, I, I can confidently say we'll see you next week. Yeah.